0: This show is terrible. And the other These guy- people should be ashamed of themselves.
1: Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak. It's Thursday,
2: April twenty-first, two thousand eleven. Time for your Gitmo Nation Media Assassination episode two nine or seven.
1: This is No Agenda.
2: Suffering from the Skynet attacks in the Hilltop Watchtower Crackpot Command Center, Gitmo Nation West in the People's Republic of Southern California. IA. In the morning, I'm Adam Curry, and from
0: Northern Silicon Valley, we're trying to get the show underway. I'm John C. Dvorak. It's
3: Craig Blood and Buzzkill.
2: Yeah, I'm sick. You're sick of what? I uh, no, I'm sick. I'm uh I'm ill. <laughs> oh, why? Well, why? Because uh I didn't take my vaccine shots, apparently. You have the flu? Yeah. Oh you know it's the flu? Yeah yeah. Yeah, you know, it's uh. Why don't like, you
0: get, did you take to so get some uh, some of those? Uh, you don't even take the antivirals. I mean, I do what I do. I take. No, it I mean
2: it's not like I'm not dying yet, but it's I'll uh, pop a bunch of uh, <laughs> bennies. You're popping bennies over there. Tamiflu <laughs> uh, or Relenza. No, yeah, but it's uh, I don't know if it's swine
0: flu yet. What difference does it make? The, it's all the same. Yeah, I, uh,
2: swine flu. So I got the. Are, are you going? Uh, <laughs> I got the. I got the headache, I got the fever, I got the uh, the chills. You're the uh,
0: hoochie-coochie, man.
2: Yeah, I got the sore throat, I got the drippy nose, and Mickey has the same. Sounds like
0: a cold if you got a sore throat. Uh, No, it's... uh, Could be, uh, you could have mononucleosis. Yay!
2: (laughs) According to the Terminator 2 movie, uh, Skynet went into effect on April 19th, 2011, and people started dying from it on April 21st. (laughs)
4: Coincidence?
2: I think not I'm just saying Hey, in the morning to all the human resources there in the chat room But noagendastream.com, noagendachat.net And uh, all uh, boots on the ground and ships at sea And feet in the air Yeah, (laughs) I confused you, I can tell Well...
0: John, hey, but can I say something out, up front so we can get this because people, you know, last couple of shows, we've gotten weird openings and I, I don't know if people are want to put up with it. But let me just say something. I want to be early on this one because you're going to hear the pundits saying it's probably within the next few months. I think Obama, by starting this campaign so early and essentially quitting his job to, to just to run. Again, <laughs> yeah, it's a big mistake. I think it's a big mistake and I think yeah. he's going to talk himself out. Well, yeah, uh, wasn't that the whole point? Or he's going to he, talk himself. He's going to be so, tired. and then he's going to be—he's going to be over-analyzed. Everything he said. I mean, what do we got here for today's show? I mean, he was over at Facebook yakking away. <laughs> blah, blah, blah.
2: I, I totally ignored all of that, if you don't mind. But I'm I sure, have the clips. Okay, what uh, of the Facebook um, video? I, was the, I wasn't
0: there. I would—they they showed it on. They had the whole Facebook event on C-SPAN.
2: Oh, okay. I, I was, I was just ill. I was focusing on other things. They have a big
0: sign in the back, Facebook. And did you notice this? This is the thing that got me the most. Besides the fact this is a big promotion for Facebook. No kidding. Story after story after story said this is the first presidential visit of Facebook. Well, th- this is the <laughs> this is the first time a president has ever visited Facebook. Yeah,
2: there was no Facebook in the previous presidency. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the first time. Some PR ER people have decided to create a meme that the president should visit Facebook for publicity purposes. This is a pretty pretty cool scheme. But why is the media buying into it? Not questioning the the first visit.
2: Oh, John, do I really have to answer that by now? No, oh, it's just no. Another,
0: I rhetorically rhetorical question. Do yeah. it. Yeah, the media is a bunch of jerk offs, and they why would they notice?
2: So uh, hit me with some clips here from this uh, wonderful thing. For those of you who missed this first time ever worldwide event and and just need to keep up with everybody, and at least you can have a sound bite in the back of your head to say, yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. What do you got? What do you got, John? What do you got? Uh, let me... Uh, I got it. You have, have your much. clips numbered today.
0: Uh, well, here's the... Word. Let me just give <laughs> you a little... This is new. <laughs> this is, well, I've what decided... Happened? <laughs> I've decided a couple of things. One is that I had a lot of clips, and I've decided that the problem, we, we, I've noticed the show goes like this. Yeah, well, I, I've got this clip of uh, Jenna Kowski doing it, and they say, and they hit it, you know, and you're, like, looking through the clips. What well, is it, this one? Is it that
2: oh, one? That happens sometimes. Usually, I'm, I mean, you're you're discounting how, how f- nicely it flows eight, eight of the ten times. I'd say 90% of
0: the time it flows, but that
2: yeah. 10%, is worth it's worth numbering, yeah, okay.
0: Well, it's worth numbering when I have this many clips.
2: Yeah, you, you kind of overcompensated.
0: So now that, th- well, I'm going to number them probably from now on. I think it's the way to do it. And I've
2: also noticed the Limbaugh. Hey, play clip 22. Oh, that's it. All right, so this is what you're going to start barking numbers at me now? <laughs> All right. All right. What number do I, do
0: I queue up for you, John? 20? Okay, let me, let me play the one clip that I think is amusing for a number of reasons. Which is uh, the Obama and uh, the clip
2: ten? Which is Obama? I really to, hate that. I really don't want you to do that. Do not but, say clip ten. No, it's it's annoying already. I hate it. Okay, well then if, that's if Obama, you can just say Obama, just just talk. You know, I can figure it out. I'm not an idiot. Okay, I'm not Rush Limbaugh's 99%. board monkey. Now Obama
5: and the clutch car, and if you start seeing investors. uh feel uncertain about the future then they could pull back right at the time when the economy is taking off so you're right that it's tricky Any, you know, folks around here are, are used folks. to the hills in San Francisco and if you've driven uh, I don't know if they still have clutch cars around here anybody ever <laughs> driven a clutch car you know I mean you gotta <laughs> sort of <laughs> tap and uh, well th- that's sort of what we've faced what? in terms of the economy Right, we we've got to hit the accelerator, but you know we've got to also make sure that um, we don't
2: uh, gun it. We can't let uh, the car slip backwards. Oh, did did he made this one up himself because he sucks at explaining this this fantastic analogy?
0: Hey, have you ever heard anyone use the word clutch car?
2: No, it's a stick shift. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's or a standard as we used to call it.
0: Standard would be a good way, but a stick But clutch car, and then he asks, is, is, do they still exist? What is this guy? How isolated <laughs> from the world is he? <laughs> yeah. So what did he asked, he said, do they still have these things? And and everyone everyone these went crazy. And
2: you could hear the room go, Cl- clutch car? What, what is that like a golf cart or what is that? Maybe that's what it is for him.
0: Well, you know where they use the word clutch car? No. Africa. Oh, you're kidding me. No, I'm just, I am kidding
2: you. It's a joke. <laughs> I, thought it, I, I thought it would be true. I was like, that makes total sense.
0: <laughs> Africa. Uh, you know, because of the birth certificate thing, it was a gag. Yeah, you're in a great mood. I'm sick. You're irked about the numbers. You're, you're, you're sick. All right.
2: Anyway. I, maybe so maybe, maybe like, I just misunderstood the joke.
0: No, the joke was, you see, he was born in Africa, so he would use an African term to refer to these cars. Right, but then you said it's not true. It's not. I don't know if it's true or not. That's the joke. It
2: was a joke. It I'm wasn't totally... I'm, well, ha, ha, ha. I'm totally believing it. I'm like, clutch car, that sounds like something they'd say in Africa. Oh, Maybe I should Africa. have stuck with it then. <laughs> that sounds like have... something they'd say in Africa, clutch car. I, I'm like, believing it. I'm like, got the clutch car, do you drive it? I, 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 <laughs> no, they don't talk like that in Africa. I can't okay? do an African voice. <laughs> oh, boy. We're off to a rocky start, people. Hey, you mean you, you got to carry it for me here. I mean, okay, Ill. so, hey, all you, right, you, you, you go so anyway, so guy this, down this, here.
0: this meeting totally sucks. And, of course, <laughs> Zuckerberg is, is doing the meeting.
2: Yeah, he, Did he do, like, the Q&A or what was yeah. it?
4: Really? So
0: he's doing the Q&A, and he's now referred to as Mark by the president. So, so now oh, he's going to lord it over everybody. Mark. I'm
2: on a first-name basis with Obama. It's the first time a U.S. president has called a Facebook CEO by his first name.
0: He also has a shit-eating grin on his face the whole
2: time. Zuckerberg? Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's loving this, man. I mean, let's be honest. It's pretty cool for him. I get it. You know, he just came out with a statement. You know, maybe there's too much uh, freedom of speech on Facebook. We should kind of rein that in a little bit. You know, uh, Barack comes over. Hey, Barack. Hey, Mark. Hey. How you doing, everybody? Yeah. Hey Mark, uh, maybe you should uh, like start uh, rating that in a little bit. That free speech there on the Facebooks—you read that? I saw you tweeted actually.
0: Yep. So uh, so Obama makes like I said he's going to talk himself out, and he made two uh, two weird comments about about health care because he was bragging about that being so great, even though it's gone completely off the track. Mm-hmm. And play the one this clip Obama on medicine idiotic comment
5: a large chunk of our provider system is, is, is not automated so what ends up happening is y- you may go to your primary care physician he, work, he, he does some basic tests he sees something of concern he has to say something he refers you to a specialist you go to the specialist he'll do another test You're getting charged, or your insurance company is getting charged, for both those tests. As opposed to the test that was taken by your primary care physician being emailed to the specialist. What? Or, better yet, if it turns out that there may be three or four specialists involved, because it's a difficult diagnosis. This is all hypothetical. You look very healthy. (laughs) But... Let's say there were a bunch of specialists. What would be ideal would be if you get all the specialists together with the primary care physician the first time you're seen so
2: that you're not paying for multiple visits as well as multiple tests. Was there a smoke coming out of his ears when he was trying to explain this because Did you
0: hear this last thing he just said? <laughs> yeah. So so you're going to go wait a minute. You're going you're going to have four guys in the room somehow if you can get an appointment i can't see my dermatologist it's a three month waiting time let yeah. alone as some specialist for whatever he's talking about so you're going to get four people in the room but you're only going to pay for one visit is that what he's saying now one assuming you could get the four people to be at the same meeting and he says it's your first meeting by the way yeah. so you're going to have to kind of it's the
2: it's the it's the team kickoff it's the
0: so steer, you, have the steering
2: to, meeting. you have
0: to predict what you have to have the specialist. And, if for, and, of course, you don't get a specialist until the doctor recommends one. So this is an impossible situation to begin with. Has this guy ever been
2: to the doctor? No, the doctor comes to him. No, you Play know that.
0: that last part again and tell me if it makes any bit of sense whatsoever. Uh, I'd already dumped it. Hold on. Uh, really?
2: Oh. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> really? Uh. Yeah, you're taking me for granted. I'm not taking you for granted. Hold on. I'll, I'll play the last one. diagnosis. Minute. This is all hypothetical.
5: You look very healthy. <laughs> uh-huh. But let's say there were a bunch of specialists. What would be ideal would be if you get all the specialists together with the primary care physician the first time you're seen so that you're not paying for multiple visits as well as multiple tests. So you got to take your clutch car.
0: So and how does this work? <laughs> your clutch car over to the doctors With your and tell you wanted to team. round up everybody in the neighborhood.
2: Your team is ready for you. We're all waiting here. What a here. Crock
0: of crap. I yeah. mean, who does he kid? Okay, so he goes, it just, it, this never ends, these crazy ideas. Does this guy even? Has this guy ever been in the real world? Play the second clip.
5: So what we want to do is to start changing how folks are reimbursed. Oh. Let's take a hospital. Right. We want to give, this is sort of like race to the top, what Mark was talking about in education. We want to be able to say to a hospital, if you do a really good job reducing infection rates in hospital, which kill tens of thousands of people across America every year and are a huge cause for readmission rates, and we know that hospitals can drastically reduce those reinfection rates just by simple protocols of, you know how employees are washing their hands, washing their hands. And <laughs> how they're moving from room to room, and so forth. There are hospitals who've done it. Woo! If we can say to a hospital, "You'll get a bonus for that," Medicare will reimburse you for instituting these simple procedures. That saves the whole system money. That's great.
6: They're uh, going
7: to pay
0: people so to wash this. their hands. Yeah, that's great. And I mean, of course, what's going to now? Knowing the way the world works. They're going to say, you know, if you institute these procedures, we're going to give you extra money. What do you think is going to happen? They're going to fill out some forms, say, "Yeah, we did." Uh, yeah, I wash my
2: hands. Yeah, look. I wash my hands. Give me look, some money, mommy. Look, look, look! Don't they look clean? Smell. Sniff my finger, mommy. And meanwhile, uh, while no one was looking, the true killer in our society was reported on. John, can you guess what kills more people than guns in America? Smoking. The descriptions are alarming. Prescription drug abuse is an epidemic in this country. And they're warranted, said the nation's drugs are today.
6: The number of people who have overdosed on prescription drugs
2: now exceeds the number of people who have died as a result of gunshot wounds. Yay, let's get rid of prescription drugs then.
0: What what is the point of this?
2: Well, it's, uh, I believe it's, uh, well, it's all about OxyContin. So it's, uh, it's, I think it, the idea here is we've got yeah. too much of the legal stuff out there. Get back on the H, kids. Get back on the heroin, because we got a whole shipment coming in from Afghanistan. That's the only thing I could think of.
0: There's a couple, I had a couple of, uh, I had a clip that is, I would like somebody to, to deconstruct for me. I can't figure out why this clip is floating around the illegal workers advert. I'm watching this, uh, I'm watching this is a Santa Barbara station playing this and so there's probably some illegal illegals in the area I'm sure. But this advertisement is from some operation I've never heard of and I haven't really gotten started to look into it. I just picked this up last night. And but it's like the weirdest ad I've ever seen. It's a it's an ad against legal immigration. Now that so many
7: Californians are out of work, attention is turning to the millions of illegal workers in the state. It's about time. But what about these workers? Legal foreign workers. One million legal immigrants and temporary workers our government admits every year. They take good jobs
0: in places like California. No matter how many Californians are out of work or how ill the economy gets, we need to slow legal immigration so California <laughs> is
2: working again. Paid for by Californians for population stabilization. Ooh, I like that. Why don't we just come out and say kill them? <laughs> Population Stabilization Wow That's, poor, that's harsh <laughs> That's what I thought I've only seen this thing once I'm, I'm like, from the Population Stabilization Bureau ma'am. Excuse me, do you have any uh, Mexicans in here? Any Puerto Ricans? Any kind of cans, ma'am? Let me just see, I'm sorry, we'll have to take this one with us This one is legal We've got to shoot this one this one's not. This one's too small. We gotta throw it, it doesn't back.
0: Does it make any difference? they are illegal. or it was <laughs> <ones to>, legal, <laughs> legal. one. I know. That's
2: what I said. You're, it's a legal yeah. one. You're oh.
0: legal. You're illegal. You're both coming. No, with we me. got a legal one.
2: <laughs> you go in the left cell. That's pretty unbelievable. Hey, try <laughs> to explain something to me, John. Is the United States of America a corporation?
0: Not that I know of. But yes. I, wait a minute. This is a
2: trick question. Go ahead. No, not really. Why are we treated like a corporation? Why do we get rated by uh, standards and poors who are a rating agency with a with a rating like you know like Microsoft
0: they rate uh anyone who has a, a debt a debt instruments they're well, not rating the country they're rating the instruments and we these, have But these uh, these guys bills.
2: these were the guys that said uh Oh, you know AIG, AAA, and, yeah. Uh... No,
0: I know they were wrong, and everybody knows it. And that that that's one of the arguments against you know whatever they do. But they're, uh there's there's something politically involved with what you're going to talk about, which is the fact that they've threatened to drop our AAA rating.
2: Right. Uh, well, no, they've, for the, they've,
8: they've the, already greatest, tur- greatest
0: investment.
2: They've, to, al- yeah, uh, they've already turned us to outlook negative. It's like they got an eight ball there. Mm. <laughs> outlook not so good. <laughs> So that's not an actual downgrade, but it's like a thing. Why don't you know, I'm, I'm thinking, why don't we just do it? Why don't we just take the whole country public, give everybody some stock? You, you want to see people turn around and do some stuff? Why don't we just actually just everyone gets a share and then we take the whole thing public and then we, you know, we IPO like crazy. We're all rich. That would be an IPO. It would be like it would have to be like, like the, the value of the country.
0: I think which has been calculated. I'm
2: sure you can count. Cal- well, it's, it's like
0: 15 trillion or 20 trillion dollars
2: is what it, we're worth. Well, you have country. to look. You have to look at more. You have to look at um, you know um, four. You have looking to look earnings. at ROI. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so we know that each human resource from uh, cradle to grave is valued at 9.1 million dollars. So the government's already done that for us. We got uh, 330 of us million. 330 million. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. We're like. Uh, 33 trillion. Yeah. We're like 30, 40 trillion dollars. That's reasonable. Or so maybe is that more? Maybe. Yeah. more. No, it's, I think it'd be trillion. But then we'd own it. We'd own ourselves. And then. you, know, Yeah. Then we could boss ourselves around. I'd <laughs> be like, hey, hey, Get hey. back to work. <laughs> yeah. That would work. Hey, are you legal? <laughs> I have to reduce you.
0: Nah, well, if you're going to do that, then you could you could swap. I could buy your
2: shares. I could buy you out. That's right. You could buy me but out. Then
0: what would you be? You'd be a, a person without a country.
2: No, you. Uh, I'd be a slave, but at you least I'd know I'd be one. Yeah, yeah, you'd be a slave. Uh, it's just something to think about. Well, for nine million dollars, if you,
0: that's what you're worth, if somebody gave me nine million dollars to boss me around, I'd probably take it.
2: Yeah, but you're not worth nine million anymore. You're down to like the single digits. <laughs> down to
0: the dregs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> down to my. my... Kind of, am I an annuity? I
0: mean, what's
9: the deal <laughs> yeah,
2: that's the, don't you remember we had this whole conversation where, the, where the, the, they came out and they said the, the valuation of the human life in the United States is now $9.1 million. That's what you're worth when you're born. And in yeah. fact, I think we actually are collateral in that way for our T-bills. It wouldn't that's surprise true. me.
0: Yeah, well, then if the country goes, they just start shoving. Okay, you guys, you're getting in this boat. You're heading to China. <laughs> yeah. China owns you now.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, you better learn some Chinese, son, because you're going.
0: Well, before we go on with this, let me, I think we should thank our executive producers and uh, yes,
2: yes. head. Now, we're, we have almost, we're almost at the 300 Club now. Uh, yeah, uh, I know. It's going to be
0: next uh, Sunday, right? Not is, this Sunday, no. but the Sunday after this Sunday. Yes,
2: correct. So we have a show on Sunday that'll be... Which 8th, is Easter 9th, yeah.
0: Sunday, if I'm not mistaken, no, which no, means we'll have no, no, nobody Easter, listening. No,
2: Easter Sunday is this coming Sunday.
0: That's what I mean. This Sunday, nobody will be
2: listening. But that won't be... No, this Sunday will not be episode 300. No, I
0: never said that. I said this Sunday is Easter Sunday. Which, oh, which no, no one no will listen
2: and no one will donate, is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Okay,
0: I got you. We should probably just do... A clip. <laughs> Uh, I would like executive producer credit on show two ninety seven, which is this one. This is Charlie Hendricks' son in Reelsville, mm-hmm. Indiana, just up the street from Naubone. Uh, I'd like to executive credit on two ninety seven. Like that number as well as the three hundred club. I uh, could I get some, which is the case? You get an executive producer's credit. Yep. But I don't, do we? Yeah, he gets the credit. Yep. Uh, like, can I like. He needs some karma. for his daughter who just turned a year old. His wife who just had an emergency knee surgery, and his new business ventures. Oh
2: my goodness! No, he pops some at you right now, my friend Charlie Henderson. You've got karma. He needed some karma, man. Wow. I
0: also can't believe that you guys. I can't believe that you guys have missed one obvious number thirty-three. We're such losers. 33, that was a while back. This year was the centennial anniversary of the Indianapolis 500 on 529-211. The traditional 11 rows of thirty-three or three cars, 33 cars, will take the green flag at the start of the most historic race ever. If you guys are doing your road trip, I'll get you into our company suite Yay. at the track for practice, qualifying, or the race. Oh, really? So, um... Uh, he's got a, hmm, you know, I wouldn't mind, I'd fly back there for that.
2: Let me tell you, um... Uh, all of a sudden, Sir Greg Birch popped up, and uh, he says, "You know, if you have no luck getting an RV, which so far I've had—let me think—pretty uh, much zero luck, uh, except for our marine friend. But he, he, you know, he's right. By the way, I can't—we can't drive this thirty-six-footer. <laughs> That's crazy. It's like a—it's like a, a Boeing." It's not that hard to do. No, 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 no. He says there's so much you got to think of. He says, you know, that's it, not for the first timers. And I think he's right. So Sir Greg has a uh, what he calls the no agenda urban assault RV. It's a GMC Birchman. Have you ever? Uh, sorry, Birchhaven. Have you ever seen these? No. Built in the mid to late 70s. I can just imagine. It's perfect. Now, it needs some work.
0: Now, what's... Hold on a second. Let me... (laughs) It uh...
2: needs some work. What's it called? GMC Birch Haven. (laughs) It's like classic. It has a little shower.
0: Greg only bought it because it's got his name in
2: it. (laughs) Well, no. His grandfather actually um, built it. He built it. Yeah, he built this one and he he built the Birch patented screen door. You see It's pretty big. It's 25 foot. It's it's, It's serious. But it's like... That's like doable. And it's... It's cool yeah, no, looking, it, though, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's very
2: it's very old fashioned streamliner type. Exactly. Now, there's a couple things wrong with it, so I kind of it's like <laughs> like the drivetrain and the brakes and stuff. So we got to we got to think through this a little bit. But I have to say, this type of vehicle I think is definitely what we what we should go for. It's kind of like the, the love, peace, and happiness uh, bus.
0: It's still pretty big.
2: Oh no, it's very big. It but it's perfect. Although the berths are six feet in length that's that's a problem
0: yeah well there's any one of these rvs is a problem for two you know people that are six five
2: careful you're six one six almost
0: six two yeah okay yeah well i know but i like to sleep with my feet hanging off the end of the bed (laughs) really yeah really
2: yeah, you big hairy feet hanging off the end of the bed. Yeah, big old
0: hairy clumps <laughs> of hair. Just to scare people when they sorry, walk
2: in. Sorry, visual, visual, bad visual. Anyway, working on that. Still looking for uh, something that actually runs. <laughs> I, lo- <laughs> one,
0: I just, I'm sorry, I, I just cracked up. You, I'm going to send you this link.
2: <laughs> but he's so sweet. He's like, you know, I always have this. I'm like, but you know, I'm I, I'm I'm worried because his grandfather literally like built this one. I don't. That's gonna freak me out. I want something that. What?
0: Go to. I just sent you a link to a photo that you have to put in the show notes. This is what you're gonna end up with. (laughs) Hold on.
4: Uh, Let me tell you. Hold on. It's gonna
2: fire up.
0: Just, I just—I was just looking at pictures of the Birch Havens, and I saw this thing.
2: It's a beautiful machine, man. What are you talking about?
0: No, the Birchhaven. This isn't one. This is something else that was in the in
2: the images yeah, I'm, gallery. I'm sorry. If Firefox needs to talk to Windows for, <laughs> that's cool. I <laughs> I'd drive that. You think that's a Photoshop job or is real? I think it's real. We should send it to our <coughs>
0: artists. So it could be a nice cover
2: art. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Anyway, uh so uh it's in the making uh and but it's really going to happen. And and the great thing was Miss Mickey went, "Oh, I'll totally ride in that. That's okay."
0: No, it's a good looking. It's a good looking. It's, it's, a, classic. it's a classic. I've seen those. Those things are still on the road.
2: Oh yeah, no there's a whole, whole oh, that would be another stipulation.
0: There's a club of them.
2: Yes, I would have to drive by some GMC club day if yeah. we if we <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> I just want to make sure it runs, but it sounds kind of like, you know, the there was quite a list of stuff that's not quite right. <laughs> yeah, but it's, be- right, it's beautiful that people are offering that, and uh, and I don't want to sound like a, a ungracious, but I'm I'm still open for other opportunities.
0: Yes, as it were. Yeah. But I I mean I'm, this 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 going to the Indianapolis 500 race with oh that's the perfect would be dynamite.
2: So oh you also want to go to uh, noagendatour.com. dot and uh, stick a pin on the map. We we hadn't looked at it in a while, and we we brought it up yesterday. Holy moly! That thing, like it's like the map of the United States, and there's red pins everywhere.
0: What has that got to do with? I mean, what is it?
2: That's where uh, our listeners uh, uh oh, re- recommend to come and visit. Yeah.
0: Oh 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 yeah okay. yeah, well, yeah yeah. You, you have a lot of free food. Um, oh, yes. Okay, Daniel Foster in Maynardsville, Tennessee. First time donation, which is nice. Uh, he okay. needs a de because of that. Okay. <laughs> You've been de-douched. He's completely addicted to the show. It happens. And he's actually in Knoxville, Tennessee, which, by the way, is a beautiful little town. They got some of the best barbecue, uh, uh, Carolina-style barbecue um uh, pulled pork sandwiches in the world mm. Dave Rederer uh, and also the University of Tennessee if I'm not mistaken Evergreen Colorado Dave Rederer in the morning to you uh, just working my way towards knighthood one more to go yay and we at throw in 20 the extra penny. happy 420 and 300 that concludes we had a short week thanks yeah, right. spring break that right. concludes our executive producer list for uh, show 297
2: hmm so uh, a reminder that you have two more shows to get in on the 300 Club where you become. So if you uh, are a member of the 300 Club in a, in one of the remaining two episodes, uh, you not only get the executive producer credit for that episode, but also on the 300 Club, which will be quite a list. Actually, how many do we have? Like 20, maybe? I don't know. Eric would know yeah. if he's if he's listening, he's hey, but it's an exclusive club. That's for sure. And, uh, well, no one came in for the 297 uh, Club, which is kind of interesting. But, of course, you can always become a member of the two, nine, or eight Club. But I expect everyone might as well just go for the 300 because you get your double credit there. Uh, we highly appreciate it. A couple of uh, PR mentions that I'd like to skim through. Uh, some good uh, domain name forwards, which are being forwarded to noagendashow.com. Uh, I think uh, right off the bat, one of my favorites, haikuherman.com, which is a good one.
0: Ooh, that is a good
2: one. Yeah. Haiku, Herman. Of course, we uh, should. You know, yes, that's
0: one you want to take, and you maybe want to put some poetry up, and then <laughs>
2: the some haikus. Yeah, yeah.
0: We have an open haiku competition. Yeah. Why not? No. Why? Well, no. No. How no. was the last time anyone did a haiku competition on on a broadcast like this?
2: Well, you know what, John? Uh, let that be the first time at Facebook, and not here on this show. Come that's on. It's not a good idea. I don't like haikus. They don't rhyme. Duh. <laughs> Winning. I've got a link to the uh, No Agenda art prints, uh, which is really cool. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, these are real art prints that you can <laughs> buy, uh, different sizes. Uh, prices range from $22, $33, or $44. Uh, 50% of the pro- proceeds go to the show. And the, the first print that I saw is beautiful. It's Lucifer Clinton with her techno experts. It's a, It's beautiful. So, Luce for Clinton, she's got her little slavelets there, and those are techno experts. So, make sure you check that link out in uh, in the show notes. Oh,
0: it's gender art print. Where where is those? Yeah,
2: no, uh, it, it's not on a domain name. It has to get a, a domain it's name. It's
0: indiegogo.com. Yes, yeah, so
2: that's the one. That's the one. Ooh, I like that one with Clinton. It's cool. That's a huh? beauty. Yeah, it's cool. No, it's, that's like real art, and it's, it's beautiful. Oh, and are these oh. signed
0: and numbered? What do we have here?
2: Yeah, I think so. By the way, according to uh, Eric the Shield, there are currently 33 members of the 300 Club. Ooh. Oh, sure there sure, are. Sure, Eric. Not 32, not 34, not more than 30. No, it's 33. Mm-hmm. Coincidence? I think not. Do we want to mention uh, CashForCarbon.com? We had a little uh, email exchange about that.
0: Yeah, you can mention it. I don't have it.
2: Yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. Hey, Adam and John says, Mark, I own CashForCarbon.com, a site to buy and sell actions or lack of actions for cash. Basically, ride your bike to work while I drive for the week for like 50 bucks. (laughs) 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 Plant an organic garden for $100 for the season or nap for humanity per hour. Let's get the slaves to work. This will stimulate the economy, allow real people to do real things for the environment, not just some farmer in India. And he'll be uh, giving all of the profits of cash for carbon to uh, No Agenda every, Tuesday, uh, every th- Sunday and Thursday in honor of uh, Show Release Day. And he says he hopes uh, he hopes he can get us some cash. That's nice. Um, yeah, that
0: is nice. And by the way, I want to mention a website we don't mention enough, which is because like, I went to it and I said, "This guy' is really doing a great job. He needs to get more traffic, which is the NoAgendaentertainment.com. Oh yeah.
2: oh, fantastic. It's totally
0: fantastic. He keeps track of every book we recommend and all yeah. the movies and all the rest of it. All, he does a really, yeah. he does an out, it's a beautiful little website. It's
2: nice. Yeah, you know, also all the tracks. If I play, do a daily source code, he gets all the tracks and links to iTunes. That's a lot of work. Um, so we have a directory, which is a No Agenda World. Uh, dot com and I'm just starting to build it and I don't want to talk about it too much on this show, but we're actually going to really build out those links and make it easy for people to find. We're gonna have you know managers in each different country of Gitmo nation. Got a lot of stuff working on what after I get over this cold. Uh, hit them in the mouth dot com now forwarding to NoAgendaShow.com, com like that a lot. Uh, hot pockets across tour dot com. thank you so much no paranoia dot com. Uh, then we have clingtogunsandreligion.com. Yeah, real proud about that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do like aqusa.com. That's a very nice one. So we basically, we are the Al-Qaeda on the United States Peninsula right now. That's nice. Aqusa. We are Al-Qaeda. And um, a link to a, a fine Mac application, which I think is uh, being, it's free. Uh, Thomas uh, released this. It's a no agenda radiation calculator. Ooh. Yes. And uh, you can uh, uh, you can calculate uh, how fast you're dying, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but it's a link in the show notes under uh, PR. And then finally, I, I really have to make mention of the new version of the Pocket No Agenda app. It is, it is completely out of control. This thing is so awesome now. Particularly the bat signal. We now have uh, individual bat signals for individual shows. Uh, So if you want to be alerted when, for instance, uh, uh, Ray on the Charlie uh, is on, uh, you will get a bat signal for that. You can turn it off if you don't want to be disturbed. What's kind of cool, though, is that you and I, John, or I more specifically, I can actually trigger (laughs) some of our favorite jingles in the app. And I was playing with it yesterday. (laughs) All of a sudden, it's like, turn down your speakers (laughs) on hundreds of thousands of phones around Gitmo Nation. Uh w- w- cute. Yeah, well, not so cute because uh, there were a couple people in the UK. It was like one in the morning and all of a sudden... <laughs> <laughs> Can
1: you imagine
2: you're asleep and that <laughs> pops up? So I got to be kind of yeah. careful uh, with
0: yeah, that. Yeah, this is what you call a kid and a kid, you know, there's like... Yeah. like-
2: no, yeah. no. So uh, needless to say... It's uh, juvenile. Yeah, it is juvenile, but it's very fun. But it's cool uh, that now... Uh, every uh, program on the stream uh, has its own announcement. They're all on by default, so you might want to check and make sure. If you don't have it yet, just uh, update the app. So thank you all very much for your participation in uh, in our show, um, in uh, supporting our show today. Uh, Charlie Hendrickson, Daniel Foster, and David Redner, all executive producers and 300 club members.
10: Dvorak. Dvorak. Slash
2: N-A. I think that's pretty much embedded into your brain by now, isn't it? Everyone else out there, please go forth and propagate the formula. Our formula is this. We go out, we hit people in the mouth.
1: Order! I say it loud and proud now. Shut
3: Shut up, slave.
2: So let me do a couple of clips now, because I I have uh, I probably have as many clips as you do, but they're longer, so we'll never get to them all. But I have a couple. Some weird things happening. Um, first of all, the Donald Trump presidential campaign is getting interesting. Is I'm, I'm I'm I must say, the guy is saying stuff. I'm like, yeah, right on. You know, hey, at least this guy. At least we know he's a douchebag up front. You know. And I think that he is egomaniacal enough to actually go for it. I think he just might go for it, John.
0: Yeah. And you, I don't know that that's just, I actually am stunned by this, that you'd say this because you're the one who is, I think, slightly more cynical about the show biz versus publicity connection than I am. And the fact that he's got a TV show and he's promoting it in the process, you're, I think you have the, the hook. The big old hook has got you right in the mouth, and you're being reeled in.
2: No, I think I think uh, you underestimate me, and I take that as an insult. Um, I believe that as well. You should. <laughs> I think it would be very entertaining. I mean, first of all, it doesn't matter who's president. We'd love it. I'm not it, saying it that's my be hilarious. point. It, no, it would be fantastic. You know, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Heinrich Schwarzenegger? Arnold. He has now uh, said that people are telling him he should probably run for president of the uh, EU. And you know what? I think this this is it's going to catch on. These these kinds of people. This is exactly what we've been needing. We've had ugly people uh, in politics for a long time. Um, in in general, I mean, um, a lot of He's our not presidents even a have been European. good
0: looking. How is he going to run for? Excuse president?
2: me, Schwarzenegger is Austrian. What are you talking about? He
0: doesn't have an Austrian. Passport. Yes, he does.
2: Yes, he does.
0: I don't think so. Yeah,
2: he's an Austrian. That's what we need. We need a fine Austrian gentleman running Europe. Hmm, Well, <laughs> yeah, I heard that right, before? with a small mustache. <laughs> yes. Hmm, this is a very good idea. <laughs> so anyway, so um, I, I got to play this clip from Trump uh, because he was on with uh, uh, George Stepanapolopna, and uh, it's really amazing. He... He, you know, because of course we know that ABC News is completely compromised, and this is where I, I just totally fell in love with Trump. He's like, well, listen to it, you t- as, uh, as as George Stephanopoulos, who is. You know, first of all, he's half Trump's size, and he's a little mousy kind of guy, and he's trying to get an er, uh, you know, a word in edgewise. And Trump is just trampling all over it. You
7: say it's all about the messenger. A lot of Republicans think you're a flawed messenger for the party. Karl Rove again over the weekend saying you're a joke candidate if you continue to raise questions about President Obama's citizenship.
11: There's a real question about the birth certificate. There's a real question about the his own. His own but citizenship. Sir, there is no question. He's, He's got just a certificate a George, of live George, birth George, that is George, recognized by the State I know exactly Department. what you're getting at. The facts. And for some reason, no, they're not the facts. facts. He doesn't have a birth certificate or he hasn't provided He's given a
7: certificate of live birth. It's a much different certificate instrument. Certificate of live birth meets the standard of the not State Department of Any one citizen George there were contemporaneous reports in two George Hawaiian they have newspapers. co-opted you. Given
2: <laughs> I love it. They have co-opted you George. You are under their spell. Now, those are the facts. George sir. they've
11: co-opted you <laughs> It's
2: not obviously
11: Obama and his minions.
2: <laughs> Obama
0: Come on, that's funny. No, I'm not Isn't saying this is high hilarious. entertainment. This I don't see hilarious. why the Republicans... They're, they're, I yeah. think it's bull, bull crap, to be honest about, that certain guys like Rove, who must think this is hilarious, yeah, are coming out humor. with this. oh, this is terrible. <laughs> he shouldn't be saying that. Meanwhile, you know, like it's one of those things where you say no, 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 pl- applauding. Where you're like, meanwhile, encouraging people with your other hand to yeah. like bring up
2: the applause level. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. please, please, no, stop, please, really do more. Yeah, exactly. No, but it, but it didn't stop there, man. It just kept on going, and I, and I was just like, oh, I love this. It's th- please. Is there more? Yeah, oh yeah, it doesn't stop. They have co-opted you. <laughs> he just keep saying it again, they have co-opted you, George. You're a bot. And, and first of all, true.
11: A certificate of live birth is not the same thing by any stretch of. The of the the, the state, state department a recognizes certificate. Certificate. the standard of George. Plan. It's so simple. One, two. Let him, George. Newspapers. Let him show the birth certificate. And it's by the fine. way, this is not this is not a big focus of my campaign. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, not at all.
2: <laughs> not, but what are you talking like about? watching a wrestling match with these bullcrabbers. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I spanked your woman while you weren't looking, George. Don't believe it. That's
11: My right. big, big focus is China and OPEC.
2: And, and I like this. He was like, and China and OPEC. I'm, you know, it's like we're going to go kick their ass. That's what I'm hearing. You know, this is what everyone's doing. This is what's happening right now. Our government is going after China. But here's a guy who was, he was president would just say it. We're going to go kick China's ass. Screw the China man. In all of these countries
11: that are just absolutely destroying the United <laughs> States. But, but Mr. Trump, <laughs> you say, not you, a you big say focus. it's
7: not a big focus of yours as long as you continue to raise Could questions. You make it a big focus. No. Let's, let's see what
2: happens. And that's true too. He says You're making it a big focus. It's absolutely true. This is hilarious. But, let's see what happens. <laughs> but, but,
11: the but, but a certificate of live life. birth... And a birth certificate are very. You said you
7: sent investigators to he and you said, "quote They cannot believe what they're finding. Would what they have they found? What happens to these they anonymous
2: found? people? Way it gets who, who are these? Well, these, these experts? <laughs> who are? They? Well, listen. You know what? What are you, George Stephanopoulos? You you know the questions to ask. You're right. None of your business right now. <laughs>
11: <laughs> None of your business. Shut up, slave. Let's see what happens. Have they found anything? We're going to see what happens. What have they done? We are going to see what happens. <laughs> when?
7: On the
2: final episode of The Apprentice, of course. When else do you think we're going to see what happens? George, next question, George.
7: <laughs> you refuse to accept that the president was born in the United States. I hope he was.
11: I'm not looking. If I should run, and if I decide to go, and I end up getting the nomination, I don't want to use this as an issue. I'm not just like a normal guy that says, gee, I'm going to run for president. I was a governor. I was a senator. I'm going to run for president. No, I, I- I'm a douchebag, just straight up. Now I'm gonna run. I give up a lot if I run. A thing like that, I like all the hookers and blow. Also give up a lot of my free private life. Mm. I have a great company. I've done a great job. Which if I run, you'll see what a great job because I'll do a full disclosure of fin- finances. I what?
2: Play the bull crap. Yeah. Clip. Oh, uh, uh, sorry. I'm a little slow on uh, the ball. I can't. I can't. <laughs> play.
0: Turns? Uh, we'll look at
11: that. Maybe I'm going to do the tax returns when Obama does his birth certificate.
2: <laughs> All right. So I just thought that was hilarious. Now, something weird happened, and I don't know if it was before this interview or after this interview. So now we have – I think there's a leak. Either, either there's a leak within ABC, and some uh, and someone uh, let this out, and she was ready for it, or the whole thing was scripted and acted, and I don't understand what's happening. Michelle Bachmann, Um. She was uh, also being interviewed by George Stepanopoulos and he whips out the birth certificate. He actually has it, John. Did you know this he all has. this time? He has the birth certificate. Well, how come he didn't show it earlier? I, you know what? But he's you can hear him leading Michelle Bachman on trying to get her all pumped up and ready. And then he just so said he's trying to set he's her up, trying to set her up. He does the big whip out. And then it was like she knew it, like she knew it was coming. So either there's a leak within ABC and someone said, be careful, whatever you do, he's going to pull the birth certificate out. So apparently he has it. Uh, or this whole thing was scripted. One or the other, uh, I'd like you to, uh, oh, did I lose you, John? Oh. Oh, no. I heard you, uh, I heard him die away. Are you there? Finished? No, we can't be finished. I'm still connected. Hmm. Let's pause. Well, that was weird. You just dropped out. Did you lose connection somehow?
0: I know. I was, you were talking and then you stopped talking and then I realized we were disconnecting.
2: (laughs) And you were just talking away and you were saying, I'm yakking away (laughs)
0: the way I see
2: it. (laughs) It was some of the best radio in your life. I'm telling you, it was so funny. (laughs) Was it something about a clutch? So, um, okay. Clutch car. Right. So let's listen to uh, this a little bit. And, you, and I'd like your opinion, John. If this was, A, leaked to her, which is a problem because, of course, ABC is co-opted and compromised, uh, or if they were just uh, playing out a script together.
7: Sure. I do want to get onto some other uh, subjects. Donald Trump was on this program yesterday. He seems to be at the center of the Republican debate right now. He's at 8% in our latest poll. You're down uh, at 1%. Carl Rove and other Republicans call that him a joke. That means you got room to grow. got room to grow. Sarah Palin <laughs> has praise for him. Do you
12: take his candidacy seriously? Well, I think that it's up to Donald Trump if he takes his candidacy seriously. Certainly he's had a good foothold with a lot of people in the United States. I think they're intrigued by him and what he has to say.
7: He continues to raise these questions about the president's birth status. And last night you were on Fox News suggesting the president should come forward with his birth certificate as well. John,
12: what I've said about that is I was asked the question about that. And, the, and Republicans are constantly asked to vouch for the authenticity of the birth certificate. The only one who can is the clerk of court in the county where someone is born, and that's where people should go. Don't ask Republicans. Go ask. The
7: no, clerk no. Of well, court. but actually, one of your supporters in the state uh, of Iowa has put forward
2: a bill. Now you, you hear it. So he's drawing her out, right? He's yeah.
0: Di- no, he right there. He, she answered the question correctly, <laughs> yep. and he's trying to get her back on the track.
2: Now listen to what he, how he tries well, to back do that. it up
0: again because it was really interesting. The way it was almost like it was panic in his voice.
2: Oh, that's interesting. I didn't even hear that. Listen.
12: and that's where people should go. Don't ask Republicans. Go ask. No, no.
2: Well, but actually,
7: one of your supporters in the state of Iowa. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he got a little nervous there, didn't he? A little jitter. So now, now he's trying to pull out uh, uh, something else. He's really trying to draw her out.
7: Put forward a bill that would require presidential candidates to to uh, file their birth certificate with their it's candidacy. Stabbing, too. Yep. Okay. Well, Governor
12: Jan Brewer just uh, vetoed that bill in Arizona because she felt that that was a bridge too far, that it wouldn't be up to the authenticators in each state to do that, that that would be a federal issue. There is a federal piece of legislation that hasn't gone anywhere that would also require that uh, the candidates put forward their birth certificate. I have no problem giving my birth certificate. It wouldn't bother me at now, all.
2: She's so cool. She's so cool with this. She says, you know, I have no problem giving my birth certificate not a problem whatsoever. Now she I think that at this point she knows he's going to do the big reveal and she's trying to put a, a little bit on top just to really embarrass him.
7: Oh I've got one it's authenticated take it. Well but so does the president according to the bill a candidate for president or vice president shall attach to and file with the affidavit a, can- a copy of the candidate's birth certificate certified by the appropriate official in the candidate's state of birth and that's the, right. Well I have the president's certificate right here it's- So He has it. How come I haven't seen this
2: and how come he didn't show it to trump Uh, and that was just the day before so he has
7: it now and they do a a still shot certified it's got a certification number it's got the registrar of the state signed it's got a seal on it and it says this copy serves as prima facie evidence of the fact of birth in any court proceeding well then that should settle it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she nails him. <laughs> well, that should settle it. It's over.
12: That—that's what should settle it. I take the president at his word, and I think if we're any—I ca- again, I would have no problem. Then apparently, the president wouldn't either. Introduce that. We're
7: done. Move so this on. is over. End well, this story. has been introduced. So this case is this this story's over.
12: Well, as long as someone introduces it, I guess it's over. It's right there. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that is not the main issue facing the United States right now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: beautiful <laughs> I think I think uh, there's a leak within ABC and she knew it there's just no other way because she's she's spoken very differently at rallies about this uh, issue and she was so calm like oh that settles it then doesn't it and he's like well, uh, that, that's it you're not freaking out on me think of my ratings woman this was not the agreement
0: well the worst part is that he he continued on with his script. Despite the fact that she was already locked down on another track, yeah, and it makes him look like like a bumbling idiot. <laughs>
2: well, I he mean, is. it's just, that was ridiculous. He it's is. very funny. He is a bumbling idiot.
0: That was very funny if you think of, if you oh. deconstruct what you just witnessed yeah. with that clip.
2: It was perfect.
0: It says he thinks he's got somebody hooked. Yep, and he's reeling them in, and then he he comes up with an inner tube. And he pretends it's a
1: fish. Look at the size of this bass I've caught.
2: Well, that settles it then, doesn't it? Hilarious. Oh,
0: something she.
2: Uh, I think. Th- I think there's a. Li- they must be freaking out. Who no, told yeah, her? I,
0: here, I think I know. I don't know if it was ABC. Here's what probably. I'm just supposing. I have no idea what, what went on. There must have. Been, he must have had the meeting with Trump the day before, and then all hell broke loose. And it. And the White House or somebody. Said here, here, this, take this. <laughs> made made this thing appear, and it was such a buzz that she got Oh,
2: uh, Okay, that's that's possible. But, and then, but she sorry.
0: realized that the only reason she's being invited onto his show is to so he can show her this. And so she played it so cool and calm. And yeah, that's right. Well, I'm all on board, you know, and making him look like a bumbling, you know, like he looked typical of a hit piece. Yeah. If the if the person doesn't can't, you know, to do a real hit piece on somebody, make him look like an idiot. You all the ducks really do have to be in a row.
2: Yeah, it's not and, easy.
0: And it's not easy. And uh, and the person has to kind of fall into the trap. You know, they have to be arrogant or they have to do something that makes them look like an idiot. So the hit piece works. Well, she obviously got wind of something and she just played it <coughs> cool as a cucumber and looked like the the good guy. He looked like a like a jerk.
2: Perfect. Yeah. So I thought that was very funny.
0: No, a, that's a good clip. I, I give you. A no,
2: no, it's all right. I I'm mean, uh, you're
0: watching the uh, yeah.
2: show. Well, I've been watching all kinds of stuff. Wow. What's going on here? And I got like planes and stuff flying overhead.
0: Well, maybe the missile will hit You start. know,
2: there were uh, black helicopters last night in uh, uh, Miami, downtown Miami, for hours. They were, like, taking off from rooftops and landing on other ones. and uh, Drug bust? No, it was apparently a, uh, a Department of Homeland Security drill, but they hadn't notified any of the residents and people, Like you know, it's like it's annoying when there's a helicopter hovering above your roof for an hour. Yes. <laughs> yeah, as, as I'm witnessing right now, as a matter of fact, it's a very annoying sound. Um, yeah, people were a little bit freaked out by that, but they, you know, these of course weren't the real black helicopters because they didn't have whisper mode. So they're very, what is that noise? God, it's some idiot with like a leaf blower. Go, no. we're, we're in Cal. we're in Los Angeles, douchebag. Uh, so, um, pre- did you hear about this one? Uh, the president uh, gave uh, three separate interviews to local yokel news stations, and uh, he, uh, he got really flustered because, of course, these guys, these local guys, they don't play by the script, right? And
0: right, and they probably know that this is going to be their one
2: shot. <laughs> and boy, did this guy take advantage of it. So not only does he really piss the president off, and he says something about that at the end, but he actually flusters the president into confirming a, du- a double negative, which really blew me away. And I don't think anyone caught it, but essentially if you, conf- if you go into a double negative, you're confirming what was being denied. Uh, Let me see if I can give you an example here.
13: We met the president in the map room of the ground level of the White House, where he said his deficit reduction plan is better with its higher taxes on the rich and cuts.
14: We can take a more balanced approach, consistent with what my fiscal commission put forward, which says $2 $2
13: trillion worth of cuts. But in Texas, his plan is a tough sell. Why do you think you're so unpopular in Texas? <laughs> well, look, the... Uh, <laughs> I lo- I lo- I lo- look, look, look
4: look, hey. look.
14: Yeah, look, look. Texas has always been a pretty uh, uh, Republican state for, uh, you know, for historic, know.
2: Uh, for historic reasons. Historic reasons? What might those be? What does that
13: mean? It's
2: <laughs> nothing. It's bullcrap.
13: However, he inferred his election meant Texas politics were changing. We... Uh, uh,
14: lost by a few percentage points in Texas. Well, you, uh, well, you lost by about ten. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, this is where it starts to go off the rails with yeah, this guy.
1: This just, yeah, he <laughs> was like
0: ten bonehead, not two. Well, the uh,
14: 44 I, I understand. The uh, I mean, <laughs> if what you're I telling understand. me is Texas is a concern, hello everybody, conservative state, you're absolutely right.
13: Republican <laughs> Governor Rick Perry harshly and frequently <laughs> criticizes the President over the health care law, EPA regulations on Texas oil and gas industries, and the budget. But Mr. Obama hinted at hypocrisy by Perry. Governor Perry
14: helped balance his budget with about. Six billion dollars worth of federal help, uh, which he happily took,
2: and then. Now, now listen very carefully because you got to listen. You really got to focus in on what happens in this next bit. Started blaming. Uh the members of Congress who had offered that help.
13: Houston Republicans and Democrats suspect the Obama administration skipped Houston to award shuttle orbiters to states that would help in the president's re-election. That's wrong.
14: Was, was the shuttle not awarded to Houston because of politics? Wow. I just said that was wrong. Uh, I, we had nothing to do with it. The White House had nothing to do with it. There was a whole commission, a whole process. That's how the decision was made.
13: And you weren't personally involved in the decision?
14: I, I just said that wasn't true.
2: So you weren't personally involved in the decision. He comes back and says, I just said that wasn't true, i.e. it was true. Am I crazy?
0: No, well, you're he is answering the question in a as a negative in in the wrong way. He's saying the uh, he's answering some uh, previous question, but he's actually but if you take it. If you if you have him answering the question the guy just asked, yeah, then he's just essentially saying yes, he did it.
2: Nah, but I think okay. it's it's poor showmanship at best. Whatever
0: the case is, he could have charmed this guy earlier. With that 10-point thing, that was an opportunity for, for Obama to, to joke around and right. say, well, you know, I'm an optimist and, gee, you know, these things happen. But instead he got all bent out of shape about it, being corrected. He can't be corrected.
2: Well, listen to this. So listen to the end. Uh, I don't yeah. know if you can hear perfectly
0: yeah, yeah. This what he the, says. The part that every right-wing show is Everyone was showing this. this. Oh,
2: really? Okay.
13: I didn't know that. He claimed an immigration reform bill still isn't dead. So The question
14: is going to be, are we going to be able to find some Republicans who can partner with me and others to get this done once and for all instead of using it as a political football.
13: And the president says he's not giving up on Texas. You going to campaign in Texas for re-election or is the state written off? Yeah, I, I never write off any states.
8: You're not, not going to write
13: off? I, I never write off states uh, uh, and I love uh,
14: uh, I love
13: Texas. After the interview, Mr. Obama Texas. pointed out that he doesn't like an
2: interviewer challenging his comments. Man, let me finish my answers next time we're doing how right, no, so you can't hear it. He says, next time, let me finish my answers. Boy, man. shut up, slave. Don't
0: Everyone has listened to this. He never really interrupted uh, no. Obama that much. And by the way, Obama was, who O'Reilly interrupted constantly. Obama's long-winded. It has to be interrupted. <laughs> and he goes, uh... And in an example, also, it's apparently what you interrupt him about because I do have a clip, uh, which is, which is the Zuckerberg clip where Zuckerberg's asking him a question. And then just before Obama's gonna uh, jump in. Zuckerberg interrupts him (laughs) and doesn't let him say anything until he gives him a big compliment and so the big compliment I guess it's okay to, you can interrupt me if you're going to tell me how great I am All right, the next one's
4: from the web Um, we've got a question from Kwame Simmons from Orlando, Florida and he asks I strongly believe that education is the greatest equalizer with so many problems plaguing our current system, is it possible to examine a complete overhaul of the systems that it addresses the needs of modern students? And- okay, hold on a second. That's not a real question.
2: That is no. not, that's you a think? fake question. You think, you think it's a fake, really? The question from the web would be, yo, what tracks are you dropping, nigga? <laughs>
4: Please, this is so bogus. So, Before you jump in, um, I, I just want to say, as someone who's spent a bunch of time researching Bunches. education, who cares about this, I think that the race to the top stuff that you guys have done um, is one of the most underappreciated and most important things that your administration has done. So.
5: I, I appreciate that. The, uh...
0: By the so he way... So before you, before you say you know, he jumps yeah. in. Bob interrupts Obama and then gives him this big kiss on the lips with this race of the top crap and uh it, this whole thing was unbelievable and yeah they were all scripted and the people in the, there were people in the audience that jumped up and asked the question and they were all like you know pretty lame and uh there's a couple of things. that I don't want to keep bringing these clips up, but I do have an excessive number. But I, By the way, and I hope that I'm going to try to relent from overdoing this because I do think my original thesis that Obama's going to talk himself out and he's going to get old fast mm-hmm. is going to come up on this show too. But uh, here's an interesting weasel word, one with a little neurolinguistic stuff going on with Obama on the budget. He's got some weasel words in here. It's quite interesting.
5: So what his budget proposal does is not only
0: – uh, hold.
9: Hold, hold on a second.
0: Stop, stop. Stop. So he's talking about Paul Ryan's buzz. Yeah, no, obviously, obviously. Now the thing is, he he does these long pause. And then on this pause, by the way, the first pause, I actually cut this thing down by ninety percent because <laughs> I couldn't play the clip with this. I mean, it would be like you know, it'd be is this dead air? You'd right. be wondering yourself. So I, had, so I had to kind of tighten this up a little bit. But he goes – he has these things and he sits and he thinks and thinks of some way of putting something. Then he'll say something and then he'll do his little neurolinguistic linguistic addition to it. So when he says taxes, for, for example, where we're keeping taxes the same, he change, always changes that to lower taxes and then there's always a pause. And then he always throws in for the rich. Not only uh,
5: hold income tax flat. He actually wants to further reduce taxes for the wealthy, further reduce taxes for corporations, not pay for those. And in order to make his numbers work, cut 70% out of our clean energy budget, cut 25% out of our education budget, cut transportation budgets by a third. I guess you could call that bold. I would call it short-sighted.
2: So, a couple things here. First of all, uh, there's some kind of truck outside making a lot of noise. I can't hear it. Okay, you can't, but I can't. So, I'm sorry about that. Now, second of all, uh, Paul Ryan is also a douchebag. All these guys are. All these guys are incredible. And by the way, he looks. He's like a little Weasley douchebag. I mean, would, yeah, he's very Weasley. Did this guy just fall out of Harvard or Yale or where is he from? Ho- this is
0: horrible, it looks horrible, like.
2: horrible, horrible, horrible.
0: Definitely looks like a preppy.
2: And everyone is just weaseling around because the true problem is we're spending a trillion dollars on war, and no one will actually just come out and say it. That's the solution. Just stop killing people. Stop it already. What is that, Mickey? Is that like a truck?
15: It's a huge truck and. I-
2: did you try? Yeah. What did you do? I asked if they
15: could
2: stop it. What? Like a, you went? You actually went outside and said, stop that! Yeah. There's a show going on! Yeah. Really?
15: Yeah. You're ruining my life!
2: And then what'd they say?
15: No, they're, they're, they're doing this whole uh, plumbing
2: thing. So oh, oh really? Anything. Yeah. Oh, that's going to cost me. Try that in New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, try Did they tap your ass? Of course they did. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe you can tr- show some skin. I'm sick. Oh, sorry, honey. Yeah, She's got the she flu, too? Yeah. No, she bo- Yeah, she has the flu as well. We were both you, down and out. I think it's because you guys started smoking again. You made yourself vulnerable. No, 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 no. Anyway, um, so that, of course, is the is the big elephant in the room. So it's all a big joke. It's all theater. Yeah,
0: no, the, yeah, I agree with this 100%. In fact, I was reading something about uh, Obama made this stupid comment, and I had to check it out because uh, at some point he says stuff that you just have to look it up. Yeah. And uh, there's one here where he talks about the engineers. uh, Let me see if I can find which one it is. (coughs) It might be in the batch two. Uh, Obama. uh, The asthma comment is funny because it was commented on by a bunch of people. Uh, There's one thing he says, Andy Grove. It's one thing after another he says that's bogus. (laughs) He actually says that's bogus? No, no. He said here the rant on infrastructure is the one that I want to refer to
5: according to the the republican budget that was passed for example we would have to eliminate transportation funding by a third we'd have to cut transportation by funding by a third you remember when that bridge in minnesota collapsed with all those people on it (laughs) and there was a big hue and cry how can this happen in america well the the national uh... society of engineers
2: they've looked around and, and they give it, give us a D when it comes to infrastructure. No, is that the same guys who uh, said that the uh, World Trade Center uh, could not have collapsed by itself? Or is it different engineers?
0: Well, one thing <laughs> is there is no American Society of Engineers no. for starters. <laughs> really? You looked that up?
2: Yeah. Did but he actually is, say they, the American Society of Engineers? Hold on. to. he said. Hold on. I got to listen to that. Let me check that again. They've looked around and... and hold on. Back a little. Society
5: of Engineers.
2: <laughs> ah, I love it. Hold on. What so anyway, so he's making that. They looked
5: around and.
2: Yeah. Okay. The American Society of Engineers. Nice.
0: Okay. So there is no such thing. But but that's but what he w- wanted. He w- maybe could have said, which is what it was, which is the American Society of Civil Engineers. Right. Who's who's a, who is a uh, kind of a. Uh, you know they they have a vested interest in in building stuff uh, infrastructure so they see wherever they look everything is falling apart and so they gave they think the country's falling apart and they said it's a D but if you start looking at their their they have a website it's called InfrastructureReportCard.org. dot oh, org this is actually a two thousand nine study he says and they say that we're two point two trillion dollars in need of new roads yeah and I sure. Think, there's probably some truth to that out here because there's potholes, yeah. but they had stuff like I was looking at the re- state by state and they said mm-hmm. something like un- in California, for example, this is one of the problems. Yeah, this says an unmet need of one point seven billion for outdoor recreation facilities and parkland acquisition. So we get low grades because of this. So, we, so in other words, we're not buying enough property. The feds aren't buying enough property. So that this gives us a low grade. By the way, $1.7 billion, that's less than what we spend on the war in Afghanistan
2: a week. A week, yeah. All right, let's get off of this because I'm uh, incredibly bored with the whole Facebook uh, Obama story. What a distraction from what's really going on.
0: And but I want to say one more thing, though. While you're bored, which I can imagine... You remember that clip of Biden falling asleep during the speech? Yes. And then the woman behind him, who dove, whose head just caved in, she was down, right? Did, did she die? No, no, no. She was asleep. <laughs> she might have.
2: <laughs> like passed out.
0: So I saw the clip again on, on, on the big screen. And, I, and besides, oh, Biden asleep and the woman behind him conked out cold, <laughs> the black chick in the back... <laughs> was falling asleep and she was, she was like that the old head jerk, eyes like the closed. head jerk,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. A head jerk
0: <laughs> and the eyes go closed. Head jerk. So there were three people out of six conked <laughs> out well, you
2: know man. why this is because they all had to go to rehearsal they've all done this they they heard the speech they all had to you know they rehearsed this I'm, su- I'm sure that they have an identical room and you're gonna sit here oh Biden you sit over here uh, a lady falling asleep lady you sit over here a uh, general you sit over here and they do it over and over again you know it's a rehearsal This the, the whole everything is so scripted with these guys they're just tired <laughs> they just fell asleep you know it's like high school kids at the high school play I you was know, like, uh, I'm tired. So anyway, so um, very important news, John. Um, Sweet Mickey Martelli, uh, the newly elected and completely fair and legally and democratically elected former singer of some Kalua band, band, uh, who is now the president of Haiti, uh, came to visit uh, Lucifer Clinton. And they had a nice little, uh, little statement together. And uh, we had... Uh, uh, Lucifer there, and there was like three people, literally three people in the audience, and this guy, all of a sudden, he couldn't speak English anymore, though we've heard him speak English, and it's okay, right? It's not bad. So he was speaking French with an interpreter standing nearby. Um, so I'm going to spare you the opening uh, statements by uh, Frau Lucifer, but uh, something very funny, like mid midway, she says how important this whole Haitian thing is, how really, really personally important it is. Of course, we know why, because... You know, we're going to have Clinton Avenue and the, you know, Bill and Hillary Clinton uh, honeymoon suite in the hotel. I mean, they've been waiting for this for years. We
16: are behind him. Uh, we have a great deal of um, enthusiasm. Yay. This is not only a goal of our foreign pro- policy, but it is a personal priority for me, my husband, and many of us here.
2: mm mm-hmm. <laughs> You think? Personal goal.
16: In uh, Washington. Now, some of you may know that Mr. Martelly's campaign slogan was "Tête Calais. Now, I'm told the literal translation of that slogan is bald head, which doesn't need any further explanation.
2: What? Yeah, he's bald. He has a bald head. Oh. It probably means dickhead, but someone told her wrong.
16: But "Tête Calais is also an expression that means all the way. And the people of Haiti may have a long road ahead of them. But as they walk it, the United States will be with you ah. all the way. Thank
2: you, sir. Yeah, just li- li- like li- in li- the past. Now listen to the applause. <laughs> <laughs> like three people. So anyway, so then sweet Mickey Martelli goes into this whole rap, which is like, I was like, oh, Biden. You know, like, uh, whatever. So then uh, we we open it up to questions. This is always interesting because you never, ever see that on television. What do you think the first question was about uh, regarding, uh, as we have Haiti, we've got the the bald-headed guy, we've got Lucifer Clinton. What is the number one question? What would the topic be about?
0: Well, if it was me, I'd ask, where's the
2: money? No, we talk about Libya, of course. <laughs> it was the most embarrassing thing. What? The first question right off the bat is about Libya and Syria. Not and even this a... is
0: at the press conference yes. for Haiti. <laughs> yeah,
2: and, <laughs> and, and uh, I, I just is something wrong, babes? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, this and 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 she without without even uh, you know saying, well, that's kind of inappropriate. She just goes straight into the answer. So I think it was a scripted moment with, uh, you know, prepared and like, all right, you know, you want... No, it
0: has to be. It has to be because this is off-topic and I've never seen anyone in one of these deals where somebody goes off-topic where they're not scolded for it. Yeah, no, And she- she's a scolder. Oh, she yeah. loves to scold people. In fact, she
2: smiled.
16: Among the international community uh, can uh, provide which, uh, which goods and services. Now, I think it's important to point out that you um, um, this, op-
2: this, by the way, is about the $25 million that uh, the uh, State Department is making available to the uh, the opposition, uh, formerly known as the rebels, formerly known as uh, Twitterers. So they're making $25 million available in
6: stuff.
16: Opposition, which has held its own against a brutal assault brutal. by uh, the Qaddafi forces, uh was not a an organized militia it was not a uh a group that had been planning to oppose the uh rule of uh, Gaddafi uh for years it was a spontaneous response
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah a spontaneous response with tanks and jet fighters amazing how the and who were these people Hillary? Yes.
16: Uh, within the context of the broader Arab Spring. Oh. These are mostly business people, students, uh, lawyers, doctors, professors.
2: <laughs> now, you've seen the the video of the so-called uh, rebels. Do they look like lawyers and doctors to you?
0: They don't look like... They look like just a bunch of street ruffians.
16: Um, who have... Um, very bravely uh, moved to defend their communities and to call for an end uh, to the regime in Libya. And we are um, going to continue to take actions consistent with uh, UN authorization. Uh, to try to uh, fulfill the international commitment.
2: So she goes on and on, and it's literally like three minutes of answer of this completely inappropriate question. But she's they're teeing it up, and uh, and it's very important for everyone to see this because what they're doing now is they are – remember we read the, uh, the United Nations Resolutions 1970 and 1973 where there's all this stuff in there, and then at the very end it basically says uh, these terms of services can change at any minute, Right. Well, we're at that point right now. And that point is uh, the, the one little line that you and I both joked about is that they can literally use any means necessary to protect civilians. So uh, William Hague, who is the uh, foreign minister for Gitmo Nation East over there in the UK, he comes out and he says, oh, we're going to send in troops boots on the ground. But, John, they're not going to be fighting troops. Oh, no. No no no. No no, we're not we're not going to do that. No no. They're just going to provide support and uh logistics and you know like uh you know, help them how to set up a tent.
4: This is helping them to organize themselves. This is mentoring rather than training.
2: It's not training, it's mentoring. <laughs> this is totally this, 1984. This is, Brits,
4: this is the Brits that are sending in these guys.
2: Yeah, the Brits are, yeah. Oh, the French want to send in the commandos, but the Brits... This is, this is not training, it's mentoring.
4: This is not training the fighting forces of the opposition. It's not training people how to use specific pieces of equipment or what to do on the battlefield. <laughs> the guy is such a douchebag. This is organization.
2: Organizational assistance. Organizational assistance, I tell you. Let me get the marbles out of my mouth.
4: And saying, This is how you organize your structures. This is how you organize your communications or your mm. logistics. It's on the bay- called training.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they should bring in UPS because they're good at logistics. This
4: is that if they can do that, they will be in a better position to protect civilian life. Forgive which is, me, course, that sounds objective. like
2: training. Yeah, well, so this is good. Just, excuse me, that sounds like training. Uh, right on, girl.
4: It's not training the fighting forces. <laughs> oh, are they uh, going to just train the kids on the
2: street? It's mentoring.
0: High Shut school, up. It's High school kids? And a I'd, bunch of uh, cheerleaders? Yeah, it's just
4: mentoring. Very clear. It's, it, it is helping with the organization of headquarters. Headquarters? It's not training or arming the fighting forces of the opposition. So there's a very clear distinction between those yeah, two bullcrap. things. If those British officers who are involved in this new contingent were to be attacked by Gaddafi, will they fight back? Good question. In self-defense. Well, their protection really comes from the opposition side. They are <laughs> well, working they're not good enough for, for the are they? That's why they're there. Yeah, I can just see a bunch of British
2: troops like uh, you know, if we're attacked, these guys are going prote- to protect <laughs> us. Boneheads. Really? Really? You know, I, I weep. I weep for the young men and women in Gitmo Nation UK in the east who have to go there. I weep for you. My heart. I know kids who have come back from Afghanistan that my daughter used to hang out with. They're completely effed up. This guy is an asshole. I'm sorry. It's just he has no qualms about sending young kids into this crap. For, for money and for oil you 're a dick,
4: the opposite side, so these are not fighting forces, uh, so no, they are not going to engage in battlefield uh, to, battlefield uh, these are advisors, these are people who know about organizational aspects they 're not people who are there oh, let me, me guess they
2: 're consultants to,
4: to fight a war themselves wouldn 't you be safer to go after? another resolution, which would give you uh, more scope at this point. Well, I don't think there's any need for that to do this. Because, as I say, I'm confident this is well within the United Nations resolutions, the, uh-huh. uh, the provision to take all necessary measures in order to protect the civilian population.
2: See, there it is. They pull it. He pulls out the, the final line card. We can take all necessary measures and we can do whatever we want. Now, uh, so that he rambles on. Um, I think there is one clip that uh, that we should really listen to, and
0: I, I want to add a little c- color to that the uh, Hillary was on with
2: Kissinger on the
0: Charlie Rose show yesterday. Yeah, I, I didn't have time to watch it. I, I yeah, know that she and did it. There, there was an interesting. I didn't. I have a clip where I can show up play it on Sunday, but it's uh, when. Uh, Charlie Rose says, "Well, we want we want regime change. Here's, here's, we're what, targeting...
2: here's what Charlie says. Tell me about the sexuality. It's in your DNA."
0: <laughs> he said, "We want regime change." And and Hillary, he's talking to Kissinger, and Hillary jumps in. She says, "No, no, no, that's not why we're there." <laughs> right. That's what she says. That's not why we're there. We're there to protect the protect the civilians. Idiot. I'm thinking this is this thing is falling. This is falling off the track. Meanwhile, of course, they're shooting protesters left and right in Syria as we speak. Yeah. Democracy Now. They've kind of they're actually focusing their show. The all the you know the the progressive on Syria, right? No, huh. on on Bahrain. Because apparently all hell's broken loose there, and there's this one woman who's pregnant, and she's a martyr, and she's under arrest, and the Bahrainis are being shot, and the Saudi soldiers are in there killing Bahrainis, and the whole thing is on and on about Bahrain. Syria, they don't have any sympathy for, so that's going to, who knows how we're going to deal with that. But this whole thing is like, you know, Syria, I mean, they have to be in the same playbook, so Syria's going to fall. But Bahrain isn't on that road to Persia, so that's got to... Path to Persia path to Persia and it, it, it's it's going to end up being you know was still whatever it is I mean it's going to stay as Bahrain one of our buddies because I think it's the ninth fleet or one of the one of the big Navy contingents use Bahrain as their home base and they can't have any bull crap going on there so they might as well you know nobody wants to talk about that. Anyway, this whole thing is a fiasco.
2: Well, so there's a couple things. Uh, first of all, I want to uh, thank uh, Dave, who uh, is a part of the Noage and the News Network. Uh, he shows up as uh, southernbread.org. And he, he had a very interesting theory, which I've uh, cross-referenced with a couple of our other uh, boots on the ground and people in the business. Uh, he says he feels that there's also a fight going on between Schlumberger and Halliburton over North African oil, which I hadn't even thought about. But it's actually a pretty good theory Slumberger trying to move Russia into North Africa Halliburton trying to keep him out so and of course both of these companies have more than just oil rigging uh, businesses so uh, and of course uh, you know we know who's behind Halliburton um, so I, I thought that was very interesting something showed up on Russia today though and what I'd like to do is I want to play this clip and when you have had enough of it you tell me and we'll stop it. I love Russia today. Well, you're not going to love this because, again, once again, I mean, you know, are they paying our consultancy bills? Uh, because they're not taking our advice. They are not taking the hot By chicks.
0: By have you seen Natasha Curry? No. Uh, on the, uh, she's on HLN on the weekends. No She looks like uh, She's very pretty She should be the one That should just hire her She's real She's pretty In a in a
2: Yasmin Bleeth Kind of way Oh she? yeah she is Oh I see a swimsuit Picture of her Is she Russian?
0: She got the name Natasha What more do you need?
2: Well Curry Well Curry's a British name Isn't it? Let me see Anchor CNN Headline News Fill in for Robin Mead On Morning Express On Hold on a second On Morning Express With Robin Mead Now featuring Natasha Curry uh, previously Morning Anchor Como TV she's from Seattle uh, personal doesn't say oh she's been married to a firefighter since her days at Como and recently began appearing on air with her wedding ring Hmm. she's cute Anyway, if yeah, she, if I
0: think she'd be good on the Russia Today thing as they yeah, but she'd she. have
2: to bleach your hair. I mean, it has to be blonde. I like yeah, it when it's all pulled back. You yeah. Like, yeah, they're never going to go with the blonde no, thing. They're not. They're just idiots. So now they have uh, a douchebag English guy, and um, but what's interesting is they bring in a guest, and this is hilarious. This guest name is Pepe Escobar. <laughs> I saw
0: this and and I was and I taped some of it. Uh, Esco, bought this is actually quite entertaining. The guy's got most of our theory. Yep. And and but he has a few extra uh, gotchas in there that we don't have, which I, I yep. may incorporate. And yep. uh, yeah, play him.
6: Opinion that Washington's pursuing a larger goal than just regime change across the Arab world. Let's bring into the picture from Brazil, uh, the Asian Times correspondent, Pepe Escobar. Now, by the
2: way, I mean, he's got to be a part of the Escobar crime family. It's just not the, the Medellin. Well, he's
0: from Brazil. Escobar's <laughs> like Jones. But Escobar's cool. not a not a portrait <coughs> name that I know of, so I, I don't know where he's actually originally from.
2: I like him, though. He, 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 and he
0: lays oh, he's right Oh, great. This is a great thing to listen to. Everyone's going to get a kick out of
6: this. Ask him about the role some countries are playing. In the uprisings, evening chair Pepe. I mean, one of your recent articles just been reading. You cite Chinas, one of Chinas. What is that? Chinas, 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 Chinas. China's. Gaddafi's major financial partners. Does that mean, therefore, carrying this one through this train of thought that Beijing has a a vested interest in keeping the status quo?
3: Well, it 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 goes way beyond Libya. In fact, I'm working on a story at the moment pitting the Pentagon against China. This is the big story in Africa for the next 50 years, I would say. Starts in the beginning of the 2000s with the creation of the African Union. Gaddafi was very important in in this mechanism. It was a mechanism to give a a political voice to Africa and in terms of... better unified Africa in terms of political decisions and 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 of course economic integration. Then China started investing much more than it was investing during the 1990s all over Africa, in at least 30 countries. They have more than 900 projects all over Africa. They are the number one oil importer from Angola, for for instance. They import... uh, uh, materials, uh, uh, platinum materials, and metals from at least a dozen different African countries, and then came the reaction from uh, the Pentagon, mm. 2007, 2008, with the African Command. This is a big one. This
2: Africom, the African Command, uh, and we've kind of—I've had a couple of links we in the show
0: notes because we yeah. talked about this basic theory when we first started the show about the fact that Chinese are going in, and we, we have the other element, which he doesn't discuss, which is the fact that they come in with these sweet deals to bring in Chinese products right. without paying uh, tariffs, which is another, we'll go into that later, but we've talked about this before. And we did talk about Africa uh, AFRICOM, or whatever it's called, I believe a couple, over two years ago.
2: Yeah, but, but what he has to say about it is something I hadn't considered. Which
3: has just launched its first African War when they launched the Tomahawks three weeks ago against against Tripoli, basically. So now, this is the chessboard. It's the Pentagon via African against Chinese investments. <laughs> I love it! And in the middle are I would say at least fifty. Yeah, stupid slaves. You're in. The, you're in
2: the middle. You're kind of annoying. Let me, let me pound some tomahawks on your head.
3: African governments and they are scrambling to see, okay, what are going to do now? Perfect. Let
6: me just focus in a bit here. Okay, so you're saying there's an opinion that that, that, that Iran. There is a, an, an opinion, actually, isn't it, that Iran is Washington's end game here after Libya, maybe Syria too. Now, taking into consideration those Chinese investments you've been talking about, uh, let's focus in on Iran. Can we expect to see China take sides maybe if the threat of regime change reaches Mahmoud Ahmadinejad? Yes or no? What do you think?
3: Uh, uh, I would say no, because the next domino to fall if we follow the agenda established by Washington...
2: Now, pay close attention, because you've got to write these names down
3: would be Syria. Uh, I would say that uh, let's let's look at the window of opportunity for the past for the next five or six weeks in Syria. If uh, the lifting of the state of emergency by President uh, Bashar assad holds and uh, but the protests continue, then we're going to have major trouble, because not only the U.S. is trying to destabilize the Bashar al-Assad government, like the the recent reports and the Wikileaks uh, cables prove it, but also Saudi Arabia is financing the Muslim Brotherhood in Syria. And uh, the Muslim Brotherhood It basically is a weaponized uh, ideological arm of Saudi Arabia. (laughs) He would love to have a very, very close ally in Syria in the form of a Muslim Brotherhood government. So I would say pay attention to Syria in the next five, six weeks.
6: And how far would Washington ever push this? China is, of course, a major creditor for the U.S. How far would Washington go in competition with Beijing?
3: Well, it's, the problem is there are different Washington agendas. White House.
6: This is very interesting because
2: now he's. losing yeah,
0: you know, this is one of the things we've talked about this, and we have, ourselves have have determined that there are multiple agendas going on, and there may be battles between the CIA, the, the White House, and CIA, and the Pentagon, and this started, And even when Rumsfeld was uh, was in there, he was like apparently creating these these problems. So, the, so we have like multiple governments. Yeah, and it's, it's a big mess.
3: National security agencies, CIA, the Pentagon. The Pentagon basically is the African agenda. They want to win the war in Libya, install an African base in Africa. We have, we have to remember the African headquarters in Stuttgart in Germany because nobody in Africa wanted the headquarters based in an African country. That's, that to me was a big one.
2: I didn't know that either. Yeah, I thought, wow, okay, so that's that's the plan is we got to install Africom headquarters. Because, yeah, in Africa. Yeah, because they were based in uh, Stuttgart. <laughs> doing there, not a good place to
3: be. And then there are the dominoes: uh, Libya, uh, Ivory Coast, uh, Eritrea, Zimbabwe, Somalia. So these are the next uh, dominoes to fall according to the Africom Pentagon agenda.
2: Now. This is very interesting because we have uh, a different thought about the pipeline that has to go all the way down south, and he doesn't mention any of those. He doesn't mention the Congo. He doesn't mention Uganda. So um, could that be the problem that we have uh, the uh, AFRICOM-Pentagon-based fraction and they want to have all these, uh, they just want to have control because they just, you know, they get off on us, like they're whacking off, like... there's there's something
0: uh there is definitely a second two two things going on at the same time and i think that's why we get confused when we try to deconstruct this now i want to say that when he mentioned ivory coast i perked up because i don't have a clip from it but i was thinking about putting the clip in there which is i was watching over the it was either the weekend or a couple days ago um it was probably a couple days ago i was watching some some stuff on cnn and they were doing these. Uh, they were they were doing international. CNN International. They're doing international news, and they were so just all the same news that we normally hear. Then they do a whole special out of the blue, and this is for an American audience. Out of the blue, on the Ivory Coast, hmm. and I'm saying, why are they doing the story on the Ivory Coast? Who gives a crap? And it was like a big, oh, there, there's a, you know, the new government's going to come in and this is going to happen. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on on the Ivory Coast, which we haven't been following because it because we, I don't know whose whose plan of execution we're on to, but we're on the one that, that involves the celebrities and the Congo and that group you know, and, the, and the pipeline. Right. And there's some other one that's apparently overlaying the, the, the one we're on to that we have to now take it, we have to adjust for. And the Ivory Coast is part of that. And he mentioned Somalia and some other one yeah. other
2: country, uh, Nigeria and, uh, Yeah, Nigeria and yeah, Nigeria. That's another
0: one that keeps yeah. showing up. If you haven't noticed, that's showing up in the news out of the blue. Whoops. I mean, we I mean, why aren't we getting election results from Angola? I mean, why, why is all of a sudden Nigeria such a big topic to get the American public used to the fact? I don't know. Are we going to have an out and out war with the countries in Africa. Or are we going to be liberating them and making them, quote unquote, democracies? besides the pipeline thing I mean which is kind of contradicts what this other thing might be about I don't know now I'm completely it it muddied the water let's put it that way
2: well so it certainly seems like there's just a bunch of guys who get hard-ons for killing people Um, and uh, particularly if the Chinese if there's Chinese fuckers in there Uh, they really like that that would be AFRICOM and the Pentagon and then there's the oil cabal which you know they have their own agenda OPEC I guess anyway so we you know it's confusing um, but uh, one thing's for sure this is not about humanitarian effort <laughs> that's for sure this is about killing people and making money off of stuff that flies and without pilots and kills and getting you getting the chinese out of africa yeah it's all of it definitely so uh, it, this is all a proxy to strike back at uh, at china and it'll be interesting to see what china does i you know we well, don't know theory- anything about china
0: his theory with this guy Pepe, which I thought was interesting, you don't have to play anymore. That clear. no, no, no. We can no, summarize. Yeah. But anyway, his theory is that the Chinese won't are non-confrontational, so they they do everything you know through very sneaky, layered approaches. So, that, which is what they've been doing in Africa because that's how they've been getting all their goods and services into Africa without paying any duty, pretty much wiping out all the European competition. Which is when I first got wind of this about five years ago from some Germans that had told me about what was going on in in China, right. Which is that the Chinese, they come in, they promise they're going to build a big dam, but they got to bring all their people and they got to, you know, they got to have some, some considerations. And the first thing they do is they, they basically build a town and they bring in every sort of, you know, color TV and stereo and computer into this. And they start selling it to the locals without having to pay duty. <laughs> yeah. And everybody buys that. Why should we buy your expensive IBM when we can buy this stuff from China for one tenth the price? So let me ask they, you this.
2: Let me ask you this question. Where do these rebels always get their American flags from that they burn? Is Own there like Chinese makeup? Is there like a flag shop on every corner? If I had to go get an American flag here, I mean, I'd have to hunt around. I'd have to Google and I'd have to drive somewhere to go yeah, get an American to, flag.
0: You'd have to order from Amazon.
2: These guys seem to have flags all the time. They got like bushels of flags, and you know they're made in China. It's like that's, all, that's just curious. You know, it's like where do you get the flags from?
0: To burn they probably have you know, so they the Chinese are probably selling American flags, yeah. that are pre soaked. Get your flags, get your get pre soaked flags. 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 All... flags, get your
2: flags here. They burn great, they burn you know, great, it's
0: like, you know, it's like the charcoal briquettes, you know, that are already <laughs> soaked with fluid, yeah. It comes in like a plastic bag, you rip it open, hit and match on it, and the thing's up in like a torch.
2: I think you, just, you don't have to do that, it's kind of like a flare, you just kind of rub the, the flag together and just, woof, just goes. Yeah, they do always burn really well. So um, anyway, there is a history lesson taking place because uh, obviously we have to teach our slaves uh, and our slaves, of course, are the young kids exactly how it all fits together. Now, what is the best way to teach the slaves a little history lesson? There's only one place you want to do that, and that would be in a video game. So before we get to uh, our segment where we thank uh, people for supporting the show, I would like to play for you the intro. If you, if you, I know you've played some... Uh, Xbox uh, games and stuff John. Uh usually for these uh uh shoot 'em up uh games they have like a little intro movie. Right? That kind of sets the stage for you. Sometimes you can't even start the game without having watched that at least once and then you can kind of skip past it. This is the uh, uh the new game Operation Flashpoint um Red River. And um this is a history lesson. Um, and this is how our kids are learning about what's happening in the world
1: Man, I fucking love this
2: so by the way uh, not safe for children uh, but this is what your children are watching anyway so you might as well get used to it
1: Ray Gun, Ray Gun. United States, whatever, dude. Reagan had to deal with all this same stuff in the 80s. Insurgents trying to overthrow their governments. Back then, the Afghans went crying to the Russians for help. Thanks. This pisses Reagan off so much, his boys whip up Operation Cyclone use the CIA to arm and train the Mujahideen. One of these CIA-trained badass Lawrence of Arabia SOBs who kicks the Russians' asses out of Afghanistan ends up being Osama bin Laden. Oh, no shit. True story. So the Mujis kick Russia's red ass across the sand, the entire Russian economy collapses, and goodbye, USSR. Now America has no more bad guys to fight. (laughs) Go America, it's your birthday! (laughs) But in the meantime, Osama and his now well-armed Al-Qaeda brothers start screwing with everybody. Egypt, Algeria... Hell, he's blowing up half the Middle Eastern governments trying to create a unified Muslim country. But here's the thing. The people don't want it. Why? Don't know. Maybe they like their lives how they were. So he deems them all viable targets. He started blowing up his own fucking people? Man, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's why they're called terrorists, douchebag. So, Bush Sr. becomes President 41. Before we know it, he's balls deep in Kuwait fighting Saddam for the Saudis. This pisses Osama off so much, he starts mouthing off about Saudi Arabia. So the Saudis banish his ass. Sucks to be you the dude's living in a cave in the hills of Afghanistan, and he's like, screw this noise, and calls down a jihad on all Americans. So it's Patois on America and our allies. What happens next?
0: This is the worst thing I've ever heard. Where'd you get this again?
2: This is from the new uh, uh, video game, Operation Flashpoint Red River. Wow. So they, so they
0: throw in a, a, a kind of a bastard. Well, I, you know, it's it's moderately uh, accurate, but it's it's obviously riddled with inconsistencies, propaganda, and God knows what else. And it's, and it's and kids. This is like the prelude, so you have to listen to all this garbage before you play the game.
2: Yeah, and uh, the part that uh, we just didn't get to right now is so they uh, now where we're going is uh, to go kick the ETIM's ass. You know what the ETIM is? What? The East Turkestan Islamic Movement. And that's who they're going to go fight in uh, Operation Flashpoint.
0: So that's what the game's about. Yeah. And so it's based on this backstory, yeah. which is the yeah. Osama and the rest of it. Yeah. Huh?
2: Just listen to the end where they go,
0: booyah.
1: Great A hardcore action. Every Marine to give his left nut for. Devil. kicks him ass. Kick some raghead
2: ass, Huga! Come on, kids. This is predictive training once again. So there you go. Wow. Yeah, and that
0: and, uh, and well, that's not the most popular game in the world. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I'm gonna show my soul by donating to No Agenda. Imagine all the people who could do that. Oh yeah, that'd be fab. Yeah,
7: on oh, No Agenda.
0: Well, uh, we got a few donors. We we were actually short. I want to tell everybody we uh, would like to get everybody to pick up their game a little bit. Although this is a slow week because of the spring break issues. Yeah, but you, but you know we, you we're,
10: could,
2: here. We a, we're here. We're here. We're going to be here Easter Sunday. You know I'm here yeah, with a we're not with working
0: a, on Christmas. I'm telling you that right in advance.
2: Yeah, we are. That's no. what we do. No, yeah, that's what we do. Last
0: time we did it was a joke. Yeah, I don't Derek care. Derek Gold, it's Toronto, do. Ontario, Canada. In the morning, John and Adam. My name's Dara. My brother Stuart and I are donating sixty-one fifty in honor of our dad, Robert Gold's birthday on April twenty third. Sixty-one for his age and fifty for his birth year. Hello, and we uh, realized that if we both donated, it added up to one two three. Hey. We know how much you like fun numbers tricks. So we had to donate. No agenda is a family affair. We are all Minutemen, and it would be great if Adam could... Oh, no. <laughs> they want me to sing I, along I with just it. Read, I could just read ahead like a pro, I wouldn't have read the sentence. It would be great if Adam could sing along with the jingle for our dad's birthday. I, that would be I,
2: I, I look forward to that. And Keep then,
0: up d- the awesome work, signed Dara. Excellent Corporation, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, $111.11. Joe Cool Design, Princeton, Ontario, Canada, 11111. The, uh, Lord, McBride, Moortown, Merseyside, UK, 111.11. Amy Johnson, Norfolk, Virginia, $100. Chris from Takamatsu in Gitmo Nation, someplace or other. What was it, Wasabi? Down Under. Down Under. Okay, let's just cut off on my thing here. Watsonia. Watsonia, Victoria, Australia. He's wearing tabby boots for humanity. (laughs) Uh, Michael Kearns, Platte City, Missouri. $99.99. Ninety nine ninety nine. Please consider this my payment in advance for your next talking points memo. May I suggest a topic of education or maybe vaccines? Thanks in advance for providing this awesome service.
10: Yeah,
0: Derek Kimberly, Northam, W. West Aus. What is WA in Australia?
10: Uh. uh.
2: I'm sorry. I'm I'm ill. I'm spacing.
0: Northam, Australia. Today, I was assaulted by an Aboriginal man because my dog <laughs> peed onto his kid's helmet. I'd be assaulting you too. Really? <laughs> he wouldn't take an apology. He thought he would clock me in the head instead. Boing, 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 boing. I would like to be honored with a street fighter d douching.
16: <laughs> You've been d douched.
4: <laughs> that sucks. Seven
0: thirty-three. Sucks strange, to be you, dude. Strange story. Uh Tyler Gajewski, Green Bay, Wisconsin, seventy-five dollars. Ron Bellar in Nepian, Ontario, Canada, fifty five, fifty five. Bradley Serbu, Naples, Florida, fifty dollars, and George Vanderhorst. Uh, a couple of fifty dollars donations, a double layaway program is a gift to me to me to my lovely Audrey Vanderhorst from Bouncing Hill in Gitmo Lowland. Yeah, he
2: sent uh I, he actually sent a picture of Audrey. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, man.
0: And, you yeah. Know, I, I, I didn't get the picture.
4: You can't be uh, anyway, trusted. This, you can't, can't be sorry, trusted.
0: It's, <laughs> it's Sir Black Knight, uh, George. So, Sir George. And that'll be it for this uh, oh, really? show. And hmm. uh, we hope that everyone else you know, picks up the slack because we're going to be broadcasting on Easter. We'd like to get some uh, more donors to the 300 Club. That's for sure. Also, uh, anybody who wants to subs- you know, do some one of these subscriptions is a good thing. That helps quite a bit. Dvorak.org slash any noagendashow.com. Uh, also, uh, noagendanation.com slash donate or slash NA and also uh, channeldvorak.com slash NA or different sites you can go to 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 help us out. We appreciate every dollar and every nickel and every $3. Every once in a while somebody sends in some random
2: amount. Yeah, it's the $3. It's the $5 a month, the eleven eleven a month. Everything is great. Remember that we have the uh, 300 Club, the big show coming up. You get double credit for that, and uh, we're highly appreciative because uh, we don't uh, run any commercials. Therefore, uh, A, we're not interrupted except by each other when we're bored. Uh, And B, uh, we can talk about whatever we want to talk about. Just imagine the things we could not talk about. And by the way, if you see on television, if you see a commercial for like uh, GE or Boeing, that's not to sell anyone a product. That is a payoff for that station to go along with their agenda. If you ever wondered why you're watching uh, or even even our national treasure. When you hear like at Boeing, we're we're doing great things. GE, we bring good things to life. This is not to make you go out and buy a GE light bulb or only fly on a jet with a GE engine. It's a payoff. It's a payoff to the corporate media. And you've got to realize that. It's part of the corrupt system. Thank you. Our system is not so corrupt.
10: Dvorak.org slash
2: N.A. We just program that stuff into your brain. That's all.
10: It's your birthday birthday.
2: As promised, sing along, and I've got a closer for the jingle, too. So Dara and Stuart Gold uh, wish uh, Dad Robert Gold a very happy birthday. Uh, he turned 61 on April 23rd. Happy birthday from uh, John, from Eric the Schill, from Miss Mickey, from Miss Mimi, and everybody here, all your friends at No Agenda, where we sing along with the jingles. It's your birthday yeah. That was pretty tight.
0: Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. It's good. We're, we're we're very professional.
2: So I saw you got um, uh, you got the, the same clips I did, and I think we should talk about uh, Lucy Napolitano uh, about the new alert system. And uh, it looks like you have uh, you've split it up nicely into multiple clips. So I'd like to uh, uh, hand the floor over to you.
0: Well, a couple of things. First of all, I want to back do the the kind of the backstory where I got even into this. My wife is just completely incensed. <laughs> Yeah. Because of a couple of stories that ran in the bigger newspapers about how Lucy wants people to use Facebook and Twitter yeah. to receive the alerts. Yeah,
2: of course. Because that can Why? be trusted.
0: Well, Facebook, of course, because these, apparently there's uh, going to be some deal, I guess, uh, when uh, Obama gets out of office, he'll be a, a, a probably – here's, here's, a, here's a prediction. <laughs>
2: Write it down in Ready.
0: the book. Yeah. When Obama is no longer president, he will be a board member at Facebook.
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: If the company still exists.
2: Which is a good question.
0: Yeah, it is. But that's, yeah. but that's the lineup. He's going to be a director or a board member at uh, Facebook. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, I have... Uh,
2: it's tit for tat.
0: Uh, I have the one. This is Lucy Napolitano. Uh, she shows up on O'Reilly, Ugh. which I thought was interesting. And so she gets grilled about something, and it, this is where she's instead of answering it, saying anything, she starts telling, giving her bio. And by the way, she always prefaces it with "look," which she likes to do.
2: <laughs> which uh, which clip is this going to be? This is
0: this is the how great she is clip. Oh, hold on a second. I'm sorry.
2: I actually queued up my clip by mistake. Here we go.
0: We have been burglarized twice. Ranchers in the border
8: area cannot leave their houses unguarded for a few hours since their homes are likely to be broken. But this is not Lucy.
0: This is the preface to the O'Reilly asking Lucy a hard question. Into
2: uh, if
11: someone is not there. We live with weapons near <laughs> our bed. All right, joining us now from Washington, Homeland Security Chief Janet Napolitano. So you're a former governor of Arizona. I'm sure you feel this guy's pain. Um, so what do you say to him?
15: Well, uh, I say, look... uh <laughs> swear, look. Uh, I'm not only the former governor of Arizona I'm the former attorney general of Arizona And I'm also a lawyer on TV And U.S. attorney for Arizona uh, So I know this border very, very well And there has never been more resources At the Arizona border to protect it Than ever before And more is on, on its way
2: Did I lose you, John? Yeah That's weird You know, you don't want to mess with uh, Janet that's, uh, that's one thing that's for sure that's quite annoying. Uh, we're still streaming. I don't know. I think John's connection is uh, wonky today. So uh, let's see if we can get him back on in a second. That we were dropped. Yeah, I well, want to. M- well, you know why? Why? you don't mess with Lucy, dude?
0: Forty six minutes. We were dropped the first time. How many times? How much? How long were we on before we were dropped this time? Forty six minutes. Forty six minutes. Yeah,
2: you're right. I'm looking at the call log. You're on a timer. I'm not on a timer. Well, maybe I'm on a timer. Maybe you are. It's that new Skype interface, which rocks so hard.
0: Yeah, they've been on for 46 minutes. Kill it. All right. Next. Okay, so so Lucy goes on. She tries to answer. This is an example of her answering the question. I do have one clip for the non-color scheme thing, but you probably have a different one. But let's play the Hedges clip.
2: Oh. I'm sorry, I had the non-call. Here we go.
4: Hedges.
11: Winning down there, you guys, you're going to tell that rancher, look, we're winning this war against the Mexican intrusion of narcotics and human trafficking. We're winning it. So you just hold on a little bit down there. Keep your shotgun handy, but things are going to get better. Is that what you're going to
15: tell them? What I would say is not only are we putting more into that border, but that more is on its way, and we are very Mm -hmm. committed to a safe and secure border for a lot of reasons. Yeah, Yeah,
2: more is on its way. Don't you worry. Okay. No, I will to say she won't answer the question. Of she course can't not. Say of course not. By the way, if you notice that winning the future has been dropped, that slogan didn't go anywhere. They stopped using that everywhere. You notice that?
0: No, I didn't notice yeah. it, but it doesn't surprise me.
2: So I actually got the announcement of the new terror alert codes. And it, you must take a look at this video, which will be linked in the show notes, of course, uh, probably under shut up slave as uh, she Actually, like like we're school children, she's got this big easel, and she's pointing out, this is how it's going to work, children. This is how it's going to work. When you hear something, this is what you do. And this is how we're going to arrange it. And I'm in charge of everything.
15: We are instituting the National Terrorism Advisory System. And uh, what this uh, system does is it will provide alerts based on specific, credible information about potential uh, terrorist activity. Um, and the alerts will be in the format uh, right here. Uh, they will give you a summary. They will give, a summary. You, give you as many details as we can provide in an unclassified form.
2: anything that's unclassified, anything which you which means
0: nothing. Nothing, we get no right. details. Yeah, you ever. don't need to
2: know anything. We're, we're going to tell you. We're going to give you
4: information. Uh,
15: they will say how you can help, what you need to do to stay prepared, what you do, what you need to do to stay informed. Uh, accompanying the alerts will be uh, an entire communication strategy Which involves conventional media as well as the new social media Yeah, the new social medias, you know, the Facebooks and the Twitters And uh, a new website page
0: Whoa, they've got a new website page, Eight John Eight million bucks down the World. drain Website
15: page DHS.gov slash alert Why not just like
2: alerts.gov, you know, it's like stupid who, who yeah, does... why not
0: alerts.gov? Why D-
2: because it's branding. They own the .gov domain. They can make anything up that they want. No, because it's branding. She wants, like, part of DHS. It's branding for us. It's all for us. Branding.
15: dhs.gov slash alert. Which will be continually updated so that people can find out new information.
2: Yeah, you just have to hit refresh all the time. She neglects to tell you that. Hit refresh.
15: Say goodbye to Orange. Say goodbye to Orange. Uh, that yeah. will be going you, you away.
0: wait the perpetual Orange that we've been in for the last 10 <laughs> yeah. years that has never changed? At the Oakland Airport, they actually made a permanent poster yeah. that
2: was Orange. Say
15: goodbye to Orange. Hey, next week. Uh, and then in its place. ...will be something that uh, provides uh, the citizenry of this country... Citizenry?
2: Citizenry? What is citizenry? I don't know. That's a bullcrap word, citizenry. How about the people, the folks? Citizenry? Really, Janet? Lucy?
15: ...with more information that they can use in the event of a specific, credible threat or terrorist attack. The alerts will expire of their own in two weeks, unless uh, the intelligence community... Uh, recommends uh, to the secretary. That would be me. That would be
6: me. I'm in charge here. Hello. Step
2: back. Unless the intelligence community comes to me, Lucy, me, me. That's me. Did you know
15: that I'm the secretary?
2: That's horrible. She's a horrible woman.
15: And I agree that the alert.
2: And by the way, what is that green jacket she's wearing? That's an outrageously hideous piece of clothing. Really?
0: Because that's the same jacket she was wearing on O'Reilly.
2: It's her new thing. It's like, you know, someone said, you know, your eyes really pop when you're wearing that.
15: <laughs> needs to be continued. This is to avoid the problem of cascading uh, alerts where they just simply keep adding one on to the other, to the other, to the other. And people don't know, well, really, what, what is the current one? What do I need to be paying attention to?
2: Right. So, and I'm taking this somewhere, John. These are not just random clips. Because then she shows up on Morning Joe. Because, you know, she's got to propagate the message here shows up on morning joe with uh, which is a completely 100% compromised gitmo nation new world order shill show and uh and they start questioning her about the pat down of the 6 year old and of course the solution is what she's there to bring the solution so we can stop with these horrible horrible yeah, really of course protocol was followed and was all done and we've all seen the video What protocol is that to feel up a six-year-old girl? What kind of protocol is that yeah it's lucy's protocol
8: for sure all about balancing security with personal freedom i mean nobody mm, likes right. to see this l- little girl being patted down although it was done in a professional felt
2: up just say what it is not down felt up
8: way we should say but still and you see old ladies in wheelchairs being patted down we still have to take off our shoes all these years years later how much do you think about and talk about
2: uh balancing freedom with security
15: well nobody likes to see uh, those kinds of things and,
2: and we <laughs> i beg. To differ, I have a feeling you might like to see that.
15: Joining that, even though it was done professionally and according to the protocols, but he believed,
2: yeah, even though it was done professionally and according to the protocols. Do what to feel up a six-year-old? Yeah, yeah, professionally and according to the protocols. We've all seen the video, people. That has nothing to do with professionalism or protocol. That was Gitmo Nation plus plus plus.
15: That was horrible, disgusting. Uh, nobody what,
0: would call her out. She's sitting no, right oh no. there. Here's your opportunity. Oh
15: no! Oh no! Oh no! It gets worse. TSA is doing is re-examining those protocols all the time, uh, and it's all in relation to threat. What what is the threat? And one oh, of the things we're the Threat we do-
0: from a six-year-old. Oh, that little six-year-old's gonna kill us all.
15: That's right. You got to keep an eye on those damn six-year-olds. They're a threat. Is if you categorically remove a group from any type of screening, well, those who seek to do us harm then exploit that group. That's right. They're going to, now, now listen.
2: They're going to exploit the little girl. Oh, Now listen, because the big lies are about to hit you.
15: So you have to be very careful on how you do it. And by the I, way,
8: I, remind
2: Americans why we now check our liquids. Now, Let's remind Americans... What? What?
0: This guy asks a leading question about the stupidest thing ever, which was the the eavesdropping on a conversation between two Arab boneheads who talked about liquid bombs. They didn't know crap about anything. And now we can't bring any
2: water on the plane. I'm sorry, John. You're wrong. That is not the reason why. (laughs) You are wrong. The real reason is about to be revealed. It's
8: because a mother was taking her baby on a plane in Britain and was willing to blow up the baby and the entire plane. Right.
2: <laughs> what? 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 Uh, when When did this happen?
0: What? What are they changing history on us? So are they cre- What? Is, and then nobody could. No, the other, other guy goes. goes I never watched uh, this show. I'm never. This show is terrible. And the other These guy, people should be ashamed of themselves. And the other guy goes, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's we the- all know when this happened. It was with the liquid bomb jerk-offs mm-hmm. who were in London talking about building a liquid bomb. And the next thing you know, they're checking liquids. Who, then, by the now, way, they- we're, were... When ex- does this story crop except up? Except for
2: one, we're all acquitted. They were all... They were. All- oh, yeah,
0: because it was bull crap. But when did this story crop up and now become the litany? When did this thing become the, the canonical story as to why we go into, into uh, uh, liquids and throw away the water bottles?
2: It makes you kind of angry, doesn't it, to hear this type angry. of Angry. It's
0: ridiculous. These people should – this morning Joe guy, this whole group, should be ashamed of themselves. They sh- how do they sleep at night with this out and out lying to the public? Who does this show? Who produces Morning Joe?
2: I don't know, but it's the, it's the former congressman, I think, uh, Chuck. Uh, not a Ch- uh, Scarborough. What's his name? Dan. Dan Scarborough. <laughs> you
0: know, these not people. Are- MSNBC. Oh, what am I thinking? Yeah. MSNBC. The great, the the the, the great objective. Oh man, that that's d- disgusting. It gets better. <laughs> oh, oh, it can.
10: Yeah,
2: it gets better. By the way, the, how they sleep at night is you know someone turns a switch off in the Pentagon. And they just fall asleep. It's it's very simple. (laughs) Blow up the baby and the entire plane with the liquids. Right. right. So that's and she says it too. That's right. That's that's right. right. That's right. That's right. That's right.
3: That's right. right. So you're exactly right. When we say we're not going to screen six year old, seven year old kids, and I'm not for it. Nobody's for it. Right. But then suddenly, for some crazed parent, you crazed
2: parent. Now it's parents who are crazy. Crazy parents. Crazed parents. Unless, of course, you got your kid on a leash, then you're all, everything's all under control. Then so open up
15: a, a weakness in the system. So here's a couple of things that we're working on.
2: Okay, now, here's a couple of things, now, here's a couple of things that we're working on. And this is a solution to Everhang. Uh, uh,
15: number one is expanding trusted traveler programs.
2: Oh, what does that sound like to you, John? Trusted traveler programs. What does yes. that sound like?
0: Well, it sounds like one way of collecting more money, for one thing, because it's going to cost you to
2: join the no, trusted No, no, no. It's the mark of the beast, man. Here it comes.
15: Programs where people will get biometric cards. Ah, biometric card! This
2: is what I've always wanted. I'm Lucy. I'm going to give you a biometric card. <laughs> Do we have to have a tattoo also? Yes, inside your lip. <laughs> anyway so your lip, your lip, yeah, so that go, that that goes on, and that just makes you want to puke, but something interesting happened uh I was watching c span and uh, for those of you who are new to the program it's what we do so you don't have to
15: C-SPAN.
2: two and a half hours of testimony about uh, the t s a uh, who are requesting a billion dollars, a billion dollars uh, for new stuff? And um, the, the the crazy thing is that there's a two and a half hour testimony, you know, congressional hearing, and I'm going to play a clip from uh, Representative Brown from Georgia, who is a, a kind of a bumbling bonehead. But uh, I'm not. You know, I, I want to keep a surprise about uh, who was there to testify and uh, what they said and what actually happened. And uh, he's not pleased with it either.
8: Today, the subcommittee meets to evaluate TSA's spot program.
2: Developed. Yeah, this is. A, it's the spot program where they have all these multiple layers and uh, and scientifically they can uh, prove by your behavior that you're evil. For instance, you might be having you know, carrying a baby with a bottle, then you know you're
8: suspect because you're probably going to blow the kid up. Because, you know, you're a crazed parent. In the wake of September 11, 2001, it was deployed on a limited basis in a select number of airports in 2003. In 2007, TSA created new behavioral detection officer, or BDO positions, whose goal was to use behavioral indicators to identify persons who may pose a potential security risk to aviation. This goal expanded in recent years to include the identification of any criminal activity. TSA currently employs about 3,000 BDOs in about 161 airports. By the way, I love that. 3,000 in 161 airports? How many of these guys are there per airport? Sounds
0: like, like a lot.
8: To Like 20? At the cost of over $200 million a year. Yay! The President's Fiscal Year 12 budget request... Act- Ask for an increase of 9.5% and an additional 175 BDOs. Over the next five years, the SPOT program will cost roughly $1.2 billion. Yay! Outside of a few brief exchanges at Appropriations Committee hearings, Congress has not evaluated this program. So
2: that's interesting. They have not evaluated the program. Now, remember, John, you had that clip where uh, essentially the uh, the congressman couldn't talk about the confidential report because the stuff doesn't work, and he was trying to let everyone know, uh, which, of course, uh, CNN and uh, Fox and MSNBC and everyone pulled up immediately and made headline news.
8: Oh, I'm sorry, they didn't. That isn't to say that Congress wasn't paying attention. As GAO conducted a comprehensive review that culminated in a report on the SPOT program last May. In that report, GAO d- identified several problems with the program – most notably notably that it was deployed without being scientifically validated. This is a common theme that this committee is increasingly forced to deal with. Expensive programs are rolled out without conducting the necessary analysis. This has become a trend throughout the federal government, but particularly at the Department of Homeland Security. Okay, so basically he's attacking Department of Homeland Security. This committee has a long history with the development and acquisition of the advanced spectroscopic spectroscopic as a southern is hard to say spectroscopic portal program, but other technology programs such as backscatter advanced imaging technology, explosives trace detection portal machines, and the cargo advanced automated radiography system all ran into problems because they were rolled out before they were ready.
2: Well, isn't that interesting? Where did you hear about this? Was this on the news, John? That the stuff was it like- on Morning Joe? <laughs> Morning Joe. Now, of course, you'd expect the TSA to come to this congressional hearing and to defend themselves against you know this 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 accusation. The
0: accusation that the puffer machines that were that cost millions of dollars were all taken out. Hundreds of work. millions
2: of dollars. Hundreds
0: of millions of dollars for the puffer machines. Machine that the, didn't work. The backscatter back machine work. that doesn't
8: work. Yeah, portal machine. That's what
0: they said in the congressional testimony. Doesn't work. And you heard and him may say be dangerous.
8: <laughs> yeah. DHS either fails to properly test and evaluate the technology, and it's from a GAO report. This like uh, you know this is a real report. This is not John and Adam just saying doesn't work. Does not conduct a proper risk analysis or neglects to conduct a cost benefit analysis.
2: Yeah, like the basic things the government is supposed to do—a <laughs> crucial not to ask. They a blank,
8: not to give you a blank check. Yeah, that's all they want. But but I think they should come and defend. The Fact that is oftentimes taken for granted by DHS is the nexus between those developing the technology and those actually using it. In the case of SPOT, it seems as though the operators got out ahead of the developers. But typically, what we see is the opposite. The scientists and engineers developing capabilities that do not appropriately fit into an operational environment, unfortunately, this is an issue that this that the committee is unable to address today because of tsa 's refusal to attend
3: <laughs> uh, they just
2: said we 're not going to come
0: <laughs> finally I was waiting for this because when i when I had the clip from the guys that showing that the uh, he wasn 't going to vote for the uh, budget for the tsa because this gear doesn't work under the secret you know the secret gaa classified report yep. which says it doesn't work uh they said he said will you come back for more testimony it was like they were wrapping it up oh yeah we'll be back yeah. no problem yeah well here. So, so apparently they decided somebody said hey you guys are getting reamed in by these guys tell them yeah. to screw themselves tell congress to stuff it we're not
8: showing up The goal of this hearing is to shed light on the processes by which DHS created the SPOT program to better understand the state of the science that forms the foundation of the program, to examine the methodologies by which DHS, S&T, is evaluating the program, and to identify any opportunities to improve how behavioral sciences are utilized in the security context.
2: Hey, that sounds like a shitty meeting. Let's not go. (laughs) And they didn't go. So literally, there's two and a half hours of questioning, and and they have a spot open with a little sign that says TSA, you know, the little uh, name placard, and no name because of course there's no one there.
0: So they don't now that these congressmen, which have all this data, instead of being you know instead of being the wimps that they apparently are, both parties, why don't they do a contempt of Congress uh, 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 accusation? Or they you know you can file against these people. You can actually. You can subpoena them. There's all kinds of powers that Congress has that they're afraid to use because they haven't got the nerve to do anything or that's they're right. going to or they know what's going to happen. They're going to get killed. Become the secret police. Yes. No, they're not going to get on an airplane ever yeah, again. That's right. That's what happened to Ted Kennedy? Of all the people in the world that, you know, the recognizable guy, Ted Kennedy, said something bad about you know what was going on during the Bush administration. Next thing you know, he's on the no fly list. Excuse me. hmm. But meanwhile, Morning Joe, they're all for all this stuff. Yeah, it's great. It's good. Morning
2: Joe, we're rocking
1: and rolling. We have
0: a new we have a new scenario: a woman who's going to kill her baby with a bottle of liquid explosives. Okay, we'll no, use a that. A crazed
2: parent, John.
0: Crazed parent, crazy.
2: <laughs> and and we all know that's how. That's why we have to do that because it was a crazed parent who had no qualms about blowing up her baby with formula in the uh, in the bottle. That's right.
0: Explosive formula.
2: That's right. Say it. That's right.
0: That's right. That's right. That's right. All right, well, we're doomed on, the, on that.
6: <laughs> the secret there's no, police. There's,
0: if the Congress can't do anything, we're not going to do anything, that's for sure. The whole thing, it's already you, its a lost <laughs> cause. They're going to make up stories as they go along. They don't care about the public, and they're going to be feeling up uh, little six-year-olds, and unless they, uh, local, uh, the local governments in the various states... Or uh, do some, pass some laws that make this illegal, uh, they're just going to be a bunch of pedophiles, let's face it.
2: Yeah, precisely. And now, back to real news. This just in, everybody. Charles Manson is crazy. That's all the news for today. And you know, the, the, the joke <laughs> of the
0: Charles Manson story, of course, is, is he's come out against, you know, he's a, he's a big, apparently a,
2: a warmest yeah, he, th- he says that we're gonna die of global warming.
0: Yeah, yeah. he's the expert.
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's great. I got a couple of, then, but then he also says Obama is a robot, which is kind of funny.
0: Well, it's a possibility. Yeah. So that's what that thing in the back of his head is, maybe. So uh, I have a couple of funny, weird stories. Yeah, good. Uh, one of them is like I'm now going to have to rethink my. Uh, you know, the, the all the, the air traffic controllers th- stories. Oh, can all can I, can I just once. tell you
2: what that's about? Do you want do you want my well, take no, on that? I
0: want you to incorporate what I'm the clip I want to play. OK, good,
2: good, 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 good with
0: that and see if you can figure it out. This is the sleeping story with a
2: twist. Yeah, I've been wanting to talk about this.
9: A disturbing story from a couple of years ago is making news now. An Amber Alert in Washington State was delayed for about six hours because the police officer responsible for issuing the alert fell asleep. Now, according to recently filed court documents, on July fifth of two thousand seven, a detective called the Tacoma Police spokesman at four a.m. to issue an alert for an abducted twelve-year-old girl, but he had taken sleeping medication before going to bed and fell asleep before sending out the alert, which ended up being delayed for about 12 hours. The girl was found dead a couple of days later. The family is now suing the city for wrongful death.
2: Mm, okay, that's that throws a little curveball yeah, at me. Yeah,
0: it, well, it did to me, too, because it's like another anti,
2: you know, the sleeping on the jobs it's theme. Is I th- what this. Is. So I think that's just a, a, a minor distraction of news piling on. Um, because I believe that when it comes to the, um, the air traffic controllers, there's something different happening. And I'm going to spend some time uh, before Sunday show trying to figure out uh, who the PR agency is. Because th- these are all PR jobs. And what has been going on for a while in aviation, and this is part of the military-industrial complex, is they've been wanting to implement um, the next generation of navigation. And the next generation is essentially where everything's controlled by a computer, and you really don't need these air traffic controllers. Which, by the way, is a lie, because air traffic control and there's always a healthy kind of friction between pilots and air traffic controllers, because pilots don't, you know, hey, you know, let me just swing around and I'll bring it in this way, and uh, these people do. the right,
0: computer can't do
2: that. No, and these people keep you alive. And uh, they keep everybody alive. And they, like everything, you know, stuff goes wrong. You know, people mess up and stuff happens. They are overworked. You know, they get this, like, nine-hour break between shifts. But, of course, that starts the minute you leave the door. So, And, and by the way, uh, air traffic controllers uh, are not allowed to sleep in their car. So if you leave and you're like, oh, I just want to, like, catch an hour in the car in the parking lot, uh, they can get fined for that. So they have to actually drive home. So you're going to like an hour drive home. You got to talk to the kids, talk to the wife, have a shower. You know, so you're still sleeping six hours before you got to be back on the job. So it's, it's a challenging job. They have been trying to implement this multi-billion dollar system for years. And this is the play. Like we can't trust the humans. And I'm, I, I'm not quite sure who makes the system. Uh, it should be, it's probably Raytheon or something like that. And I think that this sleeping on the job thing is just a pylon. Um, I'll look into it. Yeah, either that or it's a part of the narcolep- narcolepsy meme. Maybe the guy got the flu shot.
0: Well, it's, it's, I noticed that I'm starting to see this kind of thing. I have a, another kind of off-beat, I offbeat real news things here. Oh, There's let's, a, uh, let's do this then. And now, back to real news. we got to get back to it. Back to the real news extra. Actually, there... There was a the kind of, re, well, there's, I got to – couple, well, let me play the, the, this is the weirdest story. I, 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 for one thing, I don't imagine how, how the woman felt. There was a, some a sexual assaults going on in Oakland. And, and then they give this report, uh, this weird st- sexual assault story. And it's like, it's kind of humiliating to the woman, but at the same time, it was a crime committed. And I have nothing but mixed feelings about it. But at the same time, I, it, it, it just, it, I thought it was one of the weirdest stories. Ever reported in this classic stuff you hear at the early six o'clock in the morning news.
9: Yesterday afternoon, investigators say a man followed a woman from a neighborhood store all the way into the gates of her home. Then he ordered her to take off her clothes, but he ran away. Police only have a vague description of the attacker. Still not clear if that incident is connected to a series of sexual assaults near Lake Merritt earlier this year. What, what is a sexual assault, though? In this
0: well, case. I don't know what it is, but the fact is, he has her strip, and then he says, "I'm not interested," and runs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just thought this was—it was the weird. It's like, okay, it's, <laughs> it's all weird. Was, yeah. Did she have three breasts? Or I mean, that little details wouldn't wouldn't have hurt. Yeah, but
2: that's very weird.
0: I thought it was very weird. The other one, as I was watching this morning, this is six in the morning stuff again, and there was this this crazy report, this guy's doing the, doing the traffic report, this is mainstream media, I'm thinking, why are they paying somebody for this road, re- this is a road traffic report, and why are they paying somebody for this kind of insight, apparently somebody would You'll play it, and you'll see what I'm talking about.
6: All right. Uh, thank you very much. Right now, traffic is uh, busy in many areas. Uh, i got a couple of tweets saying, why is 101 so slow? I'll uh, explain that in just a second. I got a couple of tweets saying, why is 101 out of San Jose so slow? Well, the answer is we had earlier problems getting into the valley. And uh, there it is, <laughs> 101, pretty slow. see all those road sensors turning red?
2: You know, it's funny because Mickey and I will watch the KTLA morning news as we have our breakfast and they show that map and it's got arrows and circles and and dots and moving things. And she's a real map reader and she's like, I don't understand anything. I said, me neither. I don't get it. It's just like pretty colors just to keep you distracted. And and if somebody says, what, why is the traffic so slow? You say, well,
0: there were earlier problems. What were they? Duh. There were obviously problems. Oh, yeah, so they were just slow because there were problems. What problems? You think there was a so problem? So they're paying this guy a salary to give this kind of report? What are your problems?
2: <laughs> I was very annoyed by that. Yeah. I got something that is a follow-on from our last show. And this is about um, high fructose corn syrup being uh, equated to sugar. So you remember that the New York Times, I think it was, uh, propagated this report where they're saying, Uh, sugar is bad, sugar will kill you, and there's no difference between uh, high fructose corn syrup and sugar because it's sugar. So I think you and I agree that this is basically, uh, this report is very much like the disclaimers on medication. It's intended to get you to think about high fructose corn syrup as sugar and just say, shrug it off saying, eh, you know, it's sugar. It's going to kill me, but I like it. It's sugar. And just forget the fact that sugar is not the same as high fructose corn syrup. Is that a fair assessment?
0: Well, that and the fact that I believe it's part of a plan to slowly relabel high fructose corn syrup into the word sugar. Because they've already moved to corn sugar to Mm -hmm. describe this stuff.
2: Well, we're about to make the final move. Uh, This is uh, Max Max Reed, I think. Uh, Here is uh, the scientist... Explaining to us that it is sugar. He is leading the charge for the relabeling of high fructose corn syrup as sugar. And what he says is outrageous. The same.
10: Okay. And here's sucrose. And they're just bound together by this ether linkage. We have this enzyme in our uh, gut called sucrase. It kills, it kills that bond in two seconds flat. Okay, And you absorb it. And basically, high fructose corn syrup sucrose, it's a non-issue. It's a wash. They're the same. Okay. And they know that it's the, it's the that they're the same, the uh, the uh, uh, soft drink companies and the corn refiners because here are their misses. Okay, this comes from the Corn Refiners Association. Obesity research shows high fructose corn syrup metabolizes and impacts satiety similar to sugar. Indeed, it does. Similar. I agree. Okay at, you know, decent, uh, uh, you know, uh, meetings, you know, academic meetings around the country, okay? Hunger and satiety profiles, energy intakes, following ingestion of soft drinks. Bottom line, research supported by the American Beverage Institute and the Corn Refiners Association. They are correct. There is absolutely no difference between high fructose corn syrup and sucrose. (laughs) (laughs) so much so that the corn refining association in attempt to capture market share came out with this entire um uh ad campaign you probably saw it on the back page of the new york times okay it was on tv it's everywhere my hairdresser says that hot sugar is healthier than high fructose corn syrup wow you get your hair done by a doctor I didn't know I could cut hair.
0: Oh, mock Do you everybody! that agree.
10: He's an ass. Them. There are a whole bunch of them. You can go to www.sweetsurprise.com and see how you're being hoodwinked. Okay, But indeed, this is true. High fructose corn syrup and sucrose are exactly the same. Whoa. They're-
2: Whoa. So, and this is happening at decent meetings all around the country with oh, real yeah, scientists. Have, this is the, this is oh, the yeah.
15: PR people. Silence.
2: And they're good now, because this they're is they're exactly
0: the same. Really, exactly the same. Is that why you can't use high fructose corn syrup when you're making chocolate? Because the chocolate will never harden because they're exactly the same. Is that right? I didn't realize that. That's interesting because it seems to me the chocolate would harden if they they're were exactly, exactly the,
2: same. the same. It's evidence. The other thing
0: is why would you demean the the, the hairdresser or what? And now she's suddenly a doctor. The doctor a doctor does isn't a chemist. He doesn't know the bond uh, issues with uh, high fructose corn syrup or how it's manufactured. The doctor's no expert on the subject. So what difference does it make if she's a doctor or not anyway? This is ridiculous. This guy is a, sh- a
2: paid shill who should be ashamed of himself. It's a part of evidence-based communications. This is exactly what it is. They pay for this research. He goes in this whole thing and shows all the, the little molecules and stuff and says it's exactly the same. It's This is a reverse... Um, PR mission that gets everyone to think Because you know, no one's going to give up sugar
0: <laughs> well, How is it a reverse PR mission? It looks like a straightforward
2: well, PR no, mission Because he's saying um, a high fructose corn syrup Will kill you just as fast as sugar That's no, what it's he's just, saying it's
0: just a me- I don't think it's a reverse anything I think that's just the methodology they're using That's the message they're trying to consolidate the, the, you know, they're trying to get in people's minds they are trying to make the two things into the same, which is right. a straightforward PR process. It's not like they're trying to. Well, that's anything. what I mean. But that's yeah, essentially
2: okay. what I mean. It's like by, by using a negative, they're implanting the, the true message into your brain. That's that's a little more fair. I'm surprised. I don't even
0: think it's the negative thing that that they're trying to do. I think they're just trying. They're pushing the same agenda that the PR people have done with this, with the corn. This the corn guys. Yeah. They're looking for more (laughs) corn holes, (laughs) corn holes. They've decided. That you know, they got to get this stuff into the market. Cause they, they got because they're getting huge government subsidies to grow the corn. They make this a pure profit item. It's made in a refinery. It's stuff is probably. I mean, every time a bad study comes out, they 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 shout it down. This is kind of very much like the warming, the warmest shouting down anyone who says anything negative about global warming. Oh, this doesn't look right. This 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 chart is bogus. These numbers don't aren't, don't add up. Oh no, you're the worst person in the world. <laughs> You know, so they had all the, you know, they have the same thing going on. It's just ridiculous. <laughs>
2: uh, I have one more funny clip, which is uh, an actual journalist doing his job. Now, you know what? I'm going to do that as an end of show clip because it's uh, it's hilarious. It's um, state spokesperson Mark Toner um, who is trying to explain why he can't talk about um, the reason that a United Nations uh, envoy cannot speak to Bradley Manning. This is the guy who supposedly leaked the information to WikiLeaks. Yet at the same time, he's saying, you know, we're part of the most transparent government in history. But I can't tell you why he can't see them. And the reporter is relentless. You want no. that as an end of show clip? Just as funny? Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be a good one to finish with. Yeah.
0: I got nothing. <laughs>
2: You've had nothing all day, honey. I
0: had great stuff. I
2: got the Obama I'm kidding yeah. about I'm kidding. the clutch car. Come on. Uh, come on. The clutch car rocks. In fact, I might open the show with that so everyone can just be in bouts of laughter. Do
0: they still use such a thing in, in Area the clutch car? Do they exist?
2: <laughs> the clutch car, everybody. And the sob is not far off from being a clutch car, actually. I'll be honest about that. Is it a stick?
0: It's a stick, isn't it? No,
2: it's a automatique. No. But barely. Uh, coming up, uh, we have uh, Mr. Oil with Oil's crude show on the stream, noagendastream.com, and I shall uh, sound the alert! The, uh, the special, uh, I gotta figure out how to do it, <laughs> the special uh, bat signal for that show. And uh, I'm going to go back to bed because I am feeling pretty crappy. But it was always good uh, to speak with you, John, and to uh, go tete-a-tete. As it were. Coming to you from Gitmo Nation West, the People's Republic of Southern California. My name is Adam Curry.
0: And from northern Silicon Valley, where the uh, sun has popped out after a little sprinkles last night, as though anyone cares about my weather report, I'm John C. Dvorak.
2: I care. We'll talk to you again on Easter Sunday. Right here on No Agenda.
17: Can, can you explain why, if the United States is proud of its human rights record, that the UN uh, Special Rapporteur has complained that you're not allowing him independent access to Bradley Manning?
18: Um, we've been in contact with the uh, uh, UN Special Rapporteur. We've uh, had conversations with you. In terms of access to, uh, uh, I'm sorry,
15: <laughs>
18: we've, uh, we've, uh, we've uh, had conversations with, uh, uh, with the Special Rapporteur, uh, we've discussed uh, Bradley Manning's uh, case with him, but in terms of visits to uh, PFC Manning, uh, that's something for the, ju- uh, for the Department of Defense. Well, and the
17: ICRC with the same problem? Your, the State Department is the direct uh, contact with the ICRC, at least it was for the Guantanamo inmates? Have you had any contact with them uh,
18: I'm not aware. Uh, I, I I don't know. I'd have to look into that. But you know, in terms of uh, the UN Special Rapporteur, we've had conversations with him. We have ongoing conversations with him. Uh, but in terms of uh, access demanding, that's that's something for the Department of Defense. What welcome scrutiny?
8: Where's the harm?
18: I I said we're we're having conversations with him. We're trying to uh, to work with him to to meet his needs, but. Uh, I, I don't understand the question. Well,
8: you said you welcome the scrutiny from outsiders right. of the United States human rights record, that do. you feel that it speaks to the strength of the U.S. system. So, um, you know, why does it take very lengthy conversations to agree to let uh, a U.N. special rapporteur have uh, access to uh, an inmate? If
18: well, you, uh, again, I, I, for the specific uh visitation uh requests uh, that's something that department of defense uh, uh, would best answer but uh, look um we've been uh, very clear that there's a legal process underway uh we've been forthright i think in talking about uh uh um, private uh pfc manning's uh, situation uh we are in conversations ongoing conversations with the special rapporteur we've nothing to hide but uh but in terms of uh uh, an actual visit to Manning—that's something that uh, that uh, DoD would
17: handle. Well, well, but you have you, you have conveyed messages from DoD back to the UN. On uh,
18: this? Well, uh, no, I, we just look—we're look, we're, we're, we're aware of his requests. We're working with him. Can
17: you said you've been yeah. forthright in your in your discussions of his treatment? It seems to me that the only person who was forthright in discussions of his treatment resigned several days after making those comments. What uh, can you explain what you mean by you've been forthright in terms of his treatment?
18: He is—he he, is—he uh, is being held in legal detention. There's a legal process underway, so I'm not going to discuss in any more detail than what I, beyond what I've just said because so there's a legal process underway.
17: So, so that's what you. I mean can't by discuss, forthright. I can't it's discuss his. Being treatment. forthright is saying nothing because there's a legal process underway. Is that correct?
18: That's not correct at all. And uh, cool. we've—we've—we've—we uh, we've, continue to talk to the special rapporteur. Um, about his
17: case well okay so if you've been taught what do you talk to him about he says i'd like to at, i'd like to visit him and I'm i need to do it privately it. and I'm you say no and the that's substance the
18: substance of those conversations i just say we well, then we, i don't we've we've understand been, how you
17: can say that you're being forthright about it if you if you refuse to talk about it and if you don't talk about it at least forget about what the actual conditions of his treatment are but if you're not prepared to talk about your conversations with the, with the special rapporteur that's being even less than not being forthright, because you're not telling us what you told him.
18: But you understand the the legal uh, constraints that I'm operating under, because this is an ongoing legal process. He right. is but being I, held. I,
17: I, I understand that you're put in a difficult position where you say that you're willing, as Arshad noted, when the, that you don't understand why china 's so upset, because the U.S. is willing to open up its human rights um, Situation and, and, and to all kinds and, of scrutiny, and, and, and then and, and then the first example Matt, that anyone raises. And Matt, I would I would raise yeah. with
18: you the fact that you know much of China's report came from open source, which is uh, which is what an independent media does, and uh, and would note that uh, you know that that kind of independent media does serve a function, and there are details about uh, about uh, Manning case and other human rights concerns out there, but uh, I'm not going to talk about it here.
10: Dvorak.org
15: Slash N.A.